Oh, hello there. It's Vinley Galanoda. Thank you for joining the D4 podcast. I hope you enjoy my emotional turmoil. Hello, everybody, and welcome to D4, where I, Dustin, and I, Devin, co-DM a fifth edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. Yay! Yes! We may be high fantasy, but if you're playing in a D&D modern or sci-fi game, you should check out Die Hard Dice's UV Reactive After Dark Avalor sets. And thanks to the holiday sale happening between now and December 20th, you'll save 15% off your entire purchase at checkout using discount code D4Rules. Did you enjoy watching the D4 crew eat uh, Carolina Reaper peppers while trying to play card games? No. I did. Uh, would you like them all to suffer again while playing in a one-shot D&D game? No. I would. If you donate to our charity uh, fundraiser for Extra Life, we are almost to that stretch goal, not to mention the BNG Wild Beyond the Witchlight Silver Edition box, a Talon and Claw Kraken DM screen, and a D&D Beyond Legendary Bundle to give away once we hit those stretch goals. If you want to help out, please head over to d4extralife.com. Now let's hear from our sponsors. D&D Beyond. Type in hashtag beyond in the chat right now as you always have to win that ever elusive D&D Beyond Players Bundle. For those of you who don't know who may be joining the show for the first time, D&D Beyond Players Bundle includes Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, the Player's Handbook, Xanathar's Guide to Everything, Sword Coast Adventures Guide, everything you need to be a good player. So check that out right now. Also, D&D Beyond, uh, if you're checking out the Marketplace, currently has on pre-order Critical Role, Call of the Nether Deep. Pre-order the Critical Role, Call of the Nether Deep on D&D Beyond. Unlike a set of Nether Deep-inspired digital dice and other comic sh- character chic cosmetic bonuses that will be added when the book is live. So get on that now. Type at hashtag Beyond in the chat for the Players Bundle, or go to the D&D Beyond Marketplace if you want to use your own money to become a great player, or pre-order Critical Role, Call of the Nether Deep right now. So get on that. Okay, look, we've been over this. Beetle and Grimm Pandemonium Warehouse has the most amazing box sets you could hope for. And Logan was just mentioning the the new uh, setting that um, they've put out, and Beetle and Grimm has a solution for you for that because they have a solution for everything. They have a Talderai campaign setting reborn boxed edition. Y'all. It's going to have props. It's going to have maps. It's going to have handouts. I don't know how I can get this to you more directly than telling you, you need to go buy this box. It's going to be amazing. I don't know how to convey how amazing this is, and it's giving me issues, okay? So just go buy the boxes. It's some sweet, sweet cross-branding here today. Okay, I'm going. Hi, it's Ethan here with Eldritch Foundry, the best place to get the miniatures for your table. Do you have a very specific character in mind? You should check out Eldritch Foundry. They have tons of cool features for your character, and you can pop them all on there, check it out in 3D, and then you can have one of your very own in your house sent to you. It's amazing. Don't you want to have a super cool miniature? Go to Eldritch Foundry and check it out. They have a really cool character creator, super easy to use, and hey, Tonight, you might get lucky and win one of your own. Put in hashtag Eldritch into the chat, and you might win your own Eldritch Foundry miniature by the end of the night. Or if you don't win tonight, put in D4D&D, get 15% off your own miniature. Bam, check them out. Eldritch Foundry. Ethan, 
Would you say that this miniature could be used with the Beetle and Grimm's box that could also be used with the Tal'Darek campaign for some sweet, sweet cross-branding as well? I think that all that sweet, sweet cross-branding could happen at your very own table. If you were savvy, you could have all that at once, just following the advice here on D4. Let's hear about the next thing you can cross-brand. Oh, man. There's no cross-branding here. Just shameless self-plugging. Hi, I'm Katie Adkins. I have a podcast. It's called Corn the Macabre. There's some videos out, and you know where you can find them. Do you know where you can watch them? I need to take a wild guess. Like, just just guess, because you're never going to know. Okay, it's Rock Punch, where you're watching us now. So just get your cute little butt onto YouTube. Type on Corn the Macabre, and you too can learn about weird mummy curses, uh, weird scientists that just did strange recipes for homunculi um, that are really gross and I don't recommend them. Maybe you'll even learn the history of Halloween and get some good horror movie recommendations or just hear a little, little bits of true crime here and there. Who knows the surprises you will find listening and watching Corn on the Macabre on Rock Punch. So you should follow Rock Punch on uh you know youtube and 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 twitter and 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 twitch and facebook and stuff and um watch me again on another show and if you're looking for something to wear to your cross promotion event D&D game. You can always check out our D4D&D merchandise shop where you can find anything your heart could desire. Look at that shirt. Look at it. I mean, come on. Look at that cup. We all drink liquids when playing D&D. And you need something to hold that in. D4D&D.com. Go to it. Hello. I'm Star the Displacer Beast Kitty. And I'm adorable. And you should do whatever I say because I'm super adorable. And also, very scary. Look, I've got tentacles. You know what you should do? You should go play Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms because you can get me, Star, the Displacer Beast Kitten, and then you'll donate to Extra Life, which is for a good cause. And so you should go right away and go do that. I'm going to help you out and give you some loot to go along with when you're going to play Idle Champions. You can find it right over there. Oh, no, wait, I might be looking in the wrong direction. You can find it over there. It's right there. And then while you're playing Idle Champions, you can uh, think about all the fun miniatures you're going to get an uh, order and then the box set that you're going to get and all the cross-branding that's going to happen. You should buy it all. You should listen to me and do all the cross-branding because I am adorable. Thank you. And without further ado, let us immerse ourselves into the Chronicles of D4. And we're back. <laughs> Last time on distressed discussions of the dearly departed. The party completed the rituals of hallowing the blighted land surrounding the stronghold of the Nine. They also laid the rest, the druid, Matthias Ogayan Klemp, who was cursed by Laurel Silverhand to become a vampire when she was influenced by the evil within the Crown of Horns. With a newfound respect for the city slickers, Trident Oakleaf, their ranger guide, leads them towards Norda, or led them towards Norda Haril, a protected elven enclave of wild elves and wood elves. 
And uh, just to note, if you notice that there's no background ambient music like it normally is, unfortunately, with the new Zoom update, we are unable to get music just yet, uh, but we'll get it for you very, very soon. But along the way, the BFGs notice a warning left by the tree ghosts, the protective spirits of the forest. Below the marking of the tree ghost was a suspended body of a Malar worshiper killed by three silver-tipped arrows. They come to learn that some members of the barbarian Grey Wolf tribe have turned to worshiping Malar, the beast lord of lycanthropes and blood-lusting hunts, and have become unchecked ever since the disappearance of the Vederat Goliaths. Seisha also learns the repercussions of holding the true name of any creature as the stone tells her what power a true name can wield. When they arrive at Nordahuril, Seisha missteps and find herself suspended from a snare trap before they are all enraptured by the beauty of the moss and vine-covered homes who are themselves also suspended within the trees. Trident warns them to respect the area, the culture, as they are outsiders and to speak only when spoken to, which does not sit well with everyone. As he fetches an audience for the BFGs to learn more about what it is plaguing the forest, he leaves them all in a grand garden temple dedicated to all of the deities that watch over the natures. They see the main focus is in honor of Leaf Lord Rilafane Rolathil, where their surrounding idols depict Sylvanas, Shantea, Maliki, Shialia, Laru, and Eldath, whom Goliaths revere as Thalia or Thelia. When Trident returns, he is accompanied by a committee of bearded vulture Aarakocra, known as the Bone Eater Clan, and a wild elf scout named Kartliva. The Aarakocra are instantly enraptured by Viomeliana as they identify and revere her as a Vetarok, the Goliaths who were the wardens of the rock. They learn that the Bone Eater Clan was nearly eradicated by an ancient green dragon named uh, Elacrum Alicros around 120 years ago, but with the help of the Vetoroks, they drove the dragon deep into the mountain. However, within the past 20 years, they were driven from their home. Clacari, uh, uh, my, my brain is not taking these words today. Once again, when corruption in the mountain began to spread. The wild elves tell them the routing plan for the shipments from the mountain to the Unicorn Run River and how the encampment that has taken over the old endless caverns just outside the eastern peaks. She tells them why the elven scouts do not venture close as many have been captured by the guards dressed in the Gathalan colors and raptured by the whispers of the mountain. However, what is most concerning is that the camp has some beast or machine that creates the terrifying sound of a mountain being sundered. With the new information, the group rests in the trees before heading out the next morning. As they choose to circumvent the mining camp and make their way up the far eastern peaks, armed with a crude map made by the Aarakocran tribe elder, they aim to find the Clacari in order to then search out the ritual area of the Rite of, Ver of Varix. On the first night out, the group enjoys the calm and quiet beauty of a forest meadow glade as Vinley dances naked in the radiant glow of moonlight for the first time in roughly 200 years. In this moment, she encounters an aspect of Sahani Moonbow, the Seldarine goddess of dreams, death, knowledge, and light. However, the next day, things are less peaceful as the party hears a thunderous roar from over 20 miles away that can only be described as a massive landslide or perhaps the sundering of stone. 
it is much longer before it isn't much longer before the group comes upon a large wolf trapped in a barbarian bear trap when Sasha v and vinley go to rescue it or uh no nope. Sasha or kira and harold yeah. and no good lord Sasha v and harold there we go there words go to rescue it they notice the wolf is uninjured before its body begins to convulse with the sounds of breaking bones and rending flesh. Voss hides in the shadows of the trees as Trident stands on a small hill for advantage with his bow. However, the group instantly feels surrounded as they hear the snarling sounds of lichens with hunger and violence drooling from their lips. In unison, there is a deep howl that moves through the forest like a predator, followed by the bending and snapping of trees. And that is where we pick up tonight's story. I need everybody to roll initiative. Mm. As you do. We're entering this combat. my animal handling. It's my pet werewolf now. Sure is. You keep telling yourself that. (laughs) And uh, we're going to start this uh, combat with a surprise round. Oh, Oh, wait. I had a ready to action, just so you know. I know. Okay, okay. I'm aware. Which means you can act within the surprise round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am also hidden somewhere. You are. Yeah, oh, like, and, and actually, that is a great thing because I want everybody to see if they can find the Voss Mini on the map. <gasps> so, uh, Seisha, yes. what'd you get? 18. 18. Voss. 16. Harold. 22. Vinley. 15, BB. V. 18. Ow. And Orkira. Rolled a natural 20 for a 22. Wow. I don't know what I was ready for, but I was super ready. All right, guys, give me those one more time. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong, uh, wrong, (laughs) wrong page. My bad. Uh, Oh, I hate that. 18. I I, I got it right here. It's all good. 16. 22. 22, 15, 18. Okay, so the Voss Mini is on the map. Yes. Yep. Hmm. Is it behind that Where big tree? In the world is Voss on this map? I think it's behind the big tree where the big werewolf is on the hill. There's a big tree in front of it. I think Voss is behind that. I think that's too easy. I mean, hmm. I'm nowhere near as observant as Orkira, oh. and I also can't find or Kira. So I'm just going to say that I fail at this. <laughs> at Kira this where's the boss? Or Kira is on the right hand side, about oh. five pa- uh, blocks in. In between oh, okay. two trees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Vinley. Give me a second. I was going to keep. I was going to. I, I know. I'm sorry. The mini is sideways. And so I can't even. But like, I need to know what his. Sorry, I'm pulling up the other character sheet for the character that's with y'all who needs to roll initiative. <laughs> yeah, I guess oh, yeah. Should. that's probably a good thing. I think we're going to need his help. I mean, okay. we've kept okay. Trident alive this whole time. Yeah. We can't lose him to a bunch of wolves. All right. <laughs> Ripping through the trees is a massive form. It looks lurks towards you with piercing, baleful, baleful glowing, blood-red eyes. Its fur dark and bloody, gives you images of the hungry shadow ready to swallow you whole, which is only exacerbated when you watch the creature slowly rip the head off of a humanoid and swallow it with its, uh, 
You can see its knife-like fangs and crushing jaws. The muffled scream you heard before the gruesome death only fills you further with dread as the body is tossed unceremoniously at your feet before the creature rushes you. All right, so uh, it is going to move. I'm uh, so sorry, sir. <laughs> that is Sasha, Harold, and B. So three attacks. Yep. Okay. Uh, so Sasha. Wait, it moves it's, through us? Yep. It uses. We get an attack of opportunity. You do not. As it uses, it starts the round with a legendary action calling Mauling Pounce as it races through you without attacking or without causing attacks of opportunity and gets a swipe on any person it passes. Yep. I don't like this. Um, Seisha, uh, it, it's going to just scrape off of your shield. Okay. Um, as a 14 will miss. Uh, who was the other one? Vinley and Harold, you said? No, uh, oh, V no. and Harold. Oh, v and Harold. Uh, v, a 22 to hit. Yeah, it hits. Uh, and Harold, an 18 to hit. Uh, it does. I'm going to let it. Okay. <laughs> He's going to allow it. I'll allow this. I'll do the other. Oh, I think that was Voss. Voss turned into a wolf? No, behind that tree. There's a, a mini base there. I see that, yeah. Uh, Harold is going to take 19. V, you are going to take. No, wait. It was, uh, that's not together. Got it. Uh, yeah, sorry. 11. Uh, sorry, uh, Harold, you're going to take 11. V, you're going to take uh, 16. And oh, that's full. On. You are not, uh, you're not uh, raging, but I need both of you to make me strength saving throws. Uh, oh. I'm a, I need uh, also for you to make a dex check. Or uh, deck save because I am hellish rebuking. That's a dirty twenty for me, by the way. Uh, okay, you're fine on that. Uh, dex save is a twenty-five. Yep, you will pass. Okay, he'll take half damage from it. Oh boy! Wow, that was an unbelievably good roll. Wowie, uh, I'm so tired. What is half of 38, you guys? Half 16? of 38. 19. 19. 19. 19. That is a really good roll. That, yeah, yeah, it was 10, 10, 10, and 8. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Shit. Wow, that was a good roll. Yeah, so it don't it don't matter. He, he still took a shitload there. Okay, so now, now it I need takes to make a turn. Strength, well, I need a strength check first, right? Yeah. Strength save. Here we go. Uh, six. Uh, you are knocked prone. Okay, cool. As it rushes through and just bounds through all of you, just bringing its claws across, scraping, causing sparks to fly up across Seisha's shield. Uh, as it catches V, you see this gash just kind of slide across your arm. Harold, as it rips you, it actually digs and kind of catches underneath a rib and throws uh, you kind of up and down into uh, the ground. Um, and uh, on V, as it is next to you, it's going to claw after you. Okay. A 23 to hit. Yes, that is. I do not wear armor. <laughs> uh, and that is 
15 points of slashing damage and needs you to make another strength saving throw. Oh my god, what am I going to do, turn into a werewolf myself? Uh, that's going to be a 24 for the saving throw. Uh, 24, that passes. Okay, I was going to say, that was a weird pause, I was a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... Uh, if I turn into a werewolf, can we use it to our advantage? Unlikely. <laughs> Let's not find out. Speaking of that, that, it, that is a name. 27 to hit. Um, I'm sorry, 27 to hit me again? Yep. yep. Yeah. Seems what? Hard. Is it just because I'm tall? <laughs> that does automatically make you the most threatening. <laughs> I wouldn't fight you. It does, actually. <laughs> They you might take... also know Vetterock markings. Uh, worse. Why do they have beef with me? Who sent them? Who are they? Who uh, hired them? Listen, you need to hit them with 10 the thing. piercing damage and 19 necrotic damage. So 29 necrotic damage. damage. What the hell? Yep. Wait, necrotic. As... Is that considered cold? It is not. No. <laughs> no. It is necrotic. <laughs> uh, and we need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh my These are God. technically undead, right? Okay, well, it's nope. 25 no. for the saving no. throw. So, in nice. a flash, as soon as Seisha releases this wolf, there is this massive beast that crashes through the trees, rakes through all of you, and then turns and just lashes out at V, scra uh, scraping against a rending flesh. So then pours down its uh and latches its fangs into your shoulder and you can feel this seeping burn from the necrotic energy that fills you your bloodstream from its saliva but you throw it off as you passed your constitution saving throws Vinley, your ready to action goes off as it wow. has turned violent. The moment I don't have my ghost lamp to stabilize me when I die here, clearly today. <laughs> Let's see. I believe it was hands. a chill touch. So it was chill touch. I'm going to throw a chill touch at that big boy who's very threatening. It's fair. Uh, 19. Uh, 19 hits. Oh, thank God. Okay, okay. Four. <laughs> four points of necrotic damage and it can't regain hit points yay it might be important it, 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 mm. it might be mm. and uh when is that till is it the end of uh, your next or the end of its next um let's see and the start of my next turn okay okay got it and if it's um, undead, it has disadvantage on attacks against... Okay, cool. Oh, wait. Is that other creature within five feet of it? Yes. Oh! <laughs> I'm a death cleric. I get to hit something within five feet of it. Oh, it's only a 12. I missed it. <laughs> uh, a, actually... A 12 hits. Are you serious? Mm. Nice. Yep. Mina, have you oh. Worse damage. Three. All right. Noted. Hey, every little bit counts. It adds up. <clears throat> um, but speaking of which, now it's their turn. Oh, good. Mm. That was a reaction. It, yeah, that. But that gives. It, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Ooh. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so yeah, so that was your reaction, but because you were ready for something, now it's your turn in the surprise round. Yep. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yep. As you were ready for combat, you were part of the surprise round. Yep. Um, could I just take out my handkerchief and throw it onto the ground and uh, in front of me? Sure. The portable hole. Absolutely. Handkerchief, cool. Yeah, that's all I want. Um, and I'll consider like that, like a little bonus action. And I haven't given them a command yet, though. Because okay. I do have to spend a bonus action to command them. Okay, sounds good. Uh, yeah, you you have uh, the portable hole out on the ground in front of you, ready to go. And that brings us to top of the round, as that was. Oh, sorry, uh, brings us to the uh, other wolf, uh, werewolves turn. No, yeah, yeah. It's, werewolves. it's werewolves. They saw him. They saw him shift. Yeah, it's, yeah. Werewolves. <laughs> it's werewolves. I thought they were vampires. Oh man! <laughs> no, that was that was that was last week. Oh my bad. In game last week. Yeah. Trident. Uh, Harold with advantage. Uh, all right. Um, Jesus. Uh, all right. So that is going to be uh, Trident advantage. Still going to miss uh, two attacks. That one. That one will hit. That'll be fourteen. <clears throat> I'm not moving. Uh, Seisha, two attacks on you. Okay. Uh, one is gonna miss horribly. Uh, the other one, I believe, is still gonna miss with a dirty twenty. That will miss. Okay. Um, and, uh, Harold, one attack, first attack, uh, natural 20. Oh. No. All right. Second attack will miss with a, uh, with a 12. Yep. So if he were to cutting words, would that drop it down from being a crit? No. It will not. No. He's natural already... 20 is a, is a auto, auto Ooh. success. Cannot stop it. He's also used his reaction already. Um, the um all right so on trident uh trident is going to take um uh, that one would have missed uh take seven points of damage and uh the first one so that was this one uh ethan go ahead and make a con save for me okay 13 uh okay uh you'll take 14 points of piercing damage okay on the crit and uh you very similarly feel that bite reach uh, like just rend your flesh but you stave off whatever affliction because good <laughs> that's a good thing <laughs> could befall you uh that is going to be their turn uh that brings us up to yeah he was ready yep uh trident is gonna go he was ready uh he is going to uh fire uh he is going to bonus action hunter's mark the big guy uh and then fire into it uh, with 
two shots. Apparently, I'm going to just roll it. Uh, all right, so first attack is a 23 to hit. Second arrow is a 26 to hit. Uh, womp. I am so proud of myself for having the right spells today. <laughs> I wish I had magic weapon, but other than that, I've got the right spells. 30 points of damage. Hey, luckily he took that silver arrow, right, guys? <laughs> Y'all. He did, actually, yeah. Okay, out of the group, who's the most likely to become a werewolf? Uh, you watch, so you watch as both of his arrows shatter on impact. There is no effect. Oof. All right. That's disappointing. Fun. We love to see it. Yep. Uh, as uh, Trident uh, curses himself, uh, at which point he is uh, gonna move. Uh, <laughs> he has one on him. Yeah. It's too close for comfort, though. He's going to try and get away from it. He'll provoke the attack of opportunity. Okay. Because he is all kind of ranged. Uh, just get him, uh, yep. you know, just move him away. He's <laughs> got a speed of 35. Oh, I thought that was a friend. It's not a friend standing back there. No. So, yeah, Trident just moves away. Uh, that uh, werewolf will make an attack of opportunity and will miss with a four on the die. As he just like you see try and just kind of like back flip out of the way as he like lands and then takes off running kind of up the side of one of the cliffs and up as he just knocks another arrow and like goes to take aim at one of the smaller ones maybe that'll be able to get through um that is yep that is the top of the round as you watch this big beast look at you all and snarls Bless the strong, call the weak. And then it darts away into the trees to hide. You little bitch. That big honker hides? Oh my god. He does. Uh, v will get an attack of opportunity. All right, V, you'll get an attack of opportunity. Okay. All and right. In yeah. Danger. <laughs> well, it depends on how good his hiding skills are. Uh... Okay. Just. What's your passive uh, perception, Orkira? Twenty-eight. Mm -hmm. You, huh. you, and only you see him. Oh man! But I don't. <laughs> wait. So do I not get an attack of opportunity? No, you do. You still do. Okay. That's weird. Um, he didn't sorry, disengage. I, I, he. D&D Beyond says that I don't have anything equipped. That is uh, the really update cool. might have changed that a little bit. Just go yeah. ahead and like go to your backpack or your, your inventory. inventory and just click on what weapons you need attached to it yourself. Uh, you should still have all your stuff. There we go. Here's the Bahir blade. I was like, I can only punch it. 
Uh, Orkira, the mm. clear okay. ring is where the area of where you know I roll, uh, it to be. I rolled 24 to attack. Uh, 24 hits. Okay, so that's going to be... Um, 14 points of damage. Got it. Um, all right, that is its turn. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Uh, yeah, uh, Harold. Okay, I'm gonna cast. Uh, I can't see where. Right. Yeah, you you lost it into the tree line, uh, the big one. There there are smaller ones that you can see. There's one right on top of you. Yeah, you're looking well, up. I, yeah, I know, but I don't want to waste the spell on on the small ones. Yeah. Um. Still lycanthropes. They'll need to die sometime. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they can all give us lycanthropy. <laughs> I, I think I can fix that. My problem with them isn't the lycanthrope. It's that they're, they've ambushed us and are being assholes. I'm going to cast... Yeah, we'll, we'll try this. We'll start with this and we'll see if we get anywhere with it. Uh, I, I pull out Das Accordion and I cast Levitate on the one closest to me. <laughs> nice. Okay. Excellent. Nice. Excellent. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. What uh, what's the save it needs to make? Uh, con save. Con save. Oh, all right. Really? All right. I, I was surprised. Yeah. Let me double check and make sure I'm right. Yeah, con save. Hey, I bet they all have weak constitutions because they all failed their con save to become a werewolf, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you see, um, with, with becoming a werewolf, your con save they, they make up for your uh, your lack in the beginning. Shut yeah. the fuck up. So yeah. describe describe how it levitates. Yes. You just see Harold like is getting clawed up and he grits his teeth. He's like, you want claws? And you see this giant purple hand descend from a portal that appears behind it. And it's like clearly made of magical energy and it just plucks him by the scruff and lifts him up into the air and just starts gently shaking him back and forth. I love it. Absolutely. And it, it like it, it's like and then you pick it up and it's like <laughs> just Harold is going to use his movement to stand up. Okay. Yep. Uh, Half your movement. Yep. And then am I within slapping range of the other one? No, you are uh 10 feet away. 10 feet away, perfect. I, I would like to move in the direction that I didn't see the big one go in. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's probably I feel like that's favorite. the appropriate response for a bard in this position. Yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, that's perfect. You can only move 15. That's absolutely fine. And that's yep. that's my turn. Oh, actually, you know what? No, I'll, um, I'll look to V and I'll point to her and I'm like, give him the full-blown Vetterock ass kicking and use my bonus action to give her bardic inspiration. Love it. Uh, it's Harold's turn or Kira. I would like to fly 10 feet up into the air and my eyes have just tracked this big guy as he decided to try to intimidate everybody and then run away. And so as he goes and squats in a corner, I fly up, I make eye contact with him and I say, this is nothing to do with strength or weakness. You're just an asshole. And I hold up my claw and I pull it down as the sky in on top of this big guy glows 
and then radiant fire just down on top of him as I am casting flame strike. I need him to make dexterity saving throw DC 19. He will take half if he makes this. Nice. I got to do two separate rolls because half of this is fire and half of this is radiant. Oh my God. 19. So not. 19 is the DC. So he's going to take half. So he's going to take, oh, I rolled really bad on the fire. Uh, So three fire damage. Four. And, I forget uh, that your spell save DC is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to take six radiant damage. Uh, how much fire? Uh, it was only three. Three? Got yeah. it. And that's already halved? That was already halved. All this is got already it. halved. Got it, got um, it. And of course, okay. it lights up the area. It doesn't actually set fire to anything, but nope. I, I would I would hope that would help people see what's going on. Uh, I probably accidentally killed a plant or two. Oh, well. Um. <laughs> um the ring that or is marked for Orkira, you guys know that Orkira specifically attacked that area. We'll oh, give you and I, I called out to yeah. do that. Um, it's, it's still going against passives mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So you know the area, or they know the area, you know exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, so the, you can AOE it, but direct targeting, you can't see it to, to directly target it. Yeah. Uh, you could attempt and have a disadvantage attack, I would mm-hmm. say. Since you know the general gist, uh, uh, the general gist of the area, and then because I did fire damage, uh-huh. um, as as I pull that out of the sky, a little tiny bit of it uh, turns into a firefly that flies on over to V, uh, and that was a fifth level spell. So I'm going to use warmth of the flame so that I can give you. That I rolled well, and you get uh, nine health back. As this little uh, firefly comes me. off of that and kind of lands on your shoulder, and then, Woo. and that's my turn. All right. Uh, at the end of your turn, it is going to use a legendary action. <laughs> uh oh. To flip and it's me off. Run straight at you, Arkira. All right. No, no, that's towards me. <laughs> Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and he is roughly twelve to thirteen feet tall. Ooh. So, yeah, as he is large. So, well, hello, friend. On the plus side, you didn't really hurt him that much. <laughs> I was hoping to hurt him a lot more. Oh, not you, Venla. Just for here, hit anybody else. Uh, is it past? Oh. Yeah. Fair. Double check that again. Does he run into your portable hole? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Ah, does he even fit? <laughs> His like left foot gets stuck in it. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, Vinley and Orkira are getting attacked. No matter. Right. As he m- just moves up and just mauling pounces as he moves up, leaps over uh, you, uh, Vinley, g- heading towards Orkira as he just slashes down into your shoulder. Uh, actually, actually springs off of you, so those back hind legs just tear into you. Ow. Uh, that is going to be a 26 to hit. <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, like 11 points board. of slashing damage, and I need a strength save from you. Oh. Uh, but Orkira, that is a 13 to hit you. That does not hit me. Yep. I see it coming. I mean... You do. You were not hit as well as you thought. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, what'd you get on your strength save, Vinley? A scholarly eight. 
Oh, nice. Fall yeah, into uh, the portable hole. <laughs> Do I get pushed into the portable hole? Just roll over into it. Oh, wait. Cujo, help! Catch yeah, me! For Catch flavor. me, Cujo! For flavor, oh, yeah, yeah. as they're coming out, oh, I fall in oh, and they low would have been in it. Crowd okay. surf me up back out of it. Cool, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're you're about to fall in, but they're already climbing out, so they catch you because I rolled high or low. Low would have been falling in. High was you stay up high. So I rolled a ninety six. So, oh, um, that is uh, legendary actions turn. That brings us to Seisha. All right, so I have a question. If I were to say, um, attempt to hit him with the bear trap that we freed him from, would that count as an attack? It would. Awesome. Okay. First thing I'm going to do is take the bear trap and lob it at his head so okay. that it hopefully hits him in the head and snaps around his neck. Uh, and okay. then my second will be a range. Go ahead and make me a ranged attack at disadvantage. Okay. Or. Not at disadvantage, you don't have your proficiency bonus, though. Would, would it be ranged since I'm right next to him? Oh, I'm talking about you the one said, in front of me. The one okay, in front of me. You said I throw it at it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That was poor phrasing on my part. <laughs> uh, I, I'm basically lobbing it at his head. Okay, got it. So you're attacking the one right next to you. Yeah. So would that be regular to hit? Um, You... Yeah, uh, you're going to roll with just your strength modifier. No proficiency bonus. Okay. You are not proficient in improvised weapons. Fair. Oh, that's an eight. Oh, well. Uh, you uh, you swing it, and it just holds its arm up. It snaps over its arm. It just rips it off in half and tosses it to the ground. I am ashamed I helped you. And then I'm going to attack it regularly. Uh, it just grins at you. Uh, so, yep. So one attack was with that. Yep. And the other uh, one's a 15. A 15 will hit. Excellent. I'm going to smite. Okay. So You do not get a bonus die for this. Right. So let's see. That's going to be uh, 2d8. Plus one because I up leveled it. So that's going to be 14 radiant damage. And don't don't give me your long sword damage. Um, oh, it is no. a plus one. Oh, oh, is it a plus? Oh, that's right. You have the new yeah. sword. I'm so sorry. You're yeah. absolutely right. My my brain oh, that's okay. totally forgot that. I'm fine uh, with that. <laughs> um, he'll take. Um, oh shoot! I closed it. Six. Seven, eight, nine points of nice. uh, damage. Got it. Uh, yeah, uh, you just, just you know, one hand, you take your off hand and just kind of sling uh, or kind of putting your, your sword down, you pick it up, you, you try to hit him with the bear trap uh, as it just doesn't seem to do anything. You grab your long sword and just slash up. It almost, almost catch him off guard as he was just amused by your ploy uh, yeah. to try and hurt him with the bear trap that you saw had no blood on it. Yeah, and you, it was more to try to blind him. Yeah, no, fair. And process. slash up, uh, cutting a, gnar a gnarly gash uh, that begins to ooze blood as uh, you damage him as that sw uh, swirl of scroll kind of arcs up your blade as the smite goes through. And it as, is your turn. Voss, you're up next. As, as he, uh, the fall, the grin falls from his face, Say she just goes, hee, hee, hee. 
I'm muted. Hey, so uh, I'm gonna rage. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe start using Spirit Shield. Who knows? For everyone else. Um, okay, so I'm gonna rage, and then at this point in time, he is. There's still that guy. Okay. Yeah, since there's one right next to me, I'm just going to go ahead and hit him. Okay. I shifted you over for uh, flanking. Okay, thank you. Yes, that uh -huh. was my next question. It was since he's facing uh, Seisha, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to... That's going to be a 27 to hit. Oh, yeah, 27 definitely hits. And so that first hit's going to be 14 points of damage. Okay. Uh, 14. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I 21 to hit. 21 will hit. Yeet. And that one's going to be uh, ooh 17 points of damage. Ooh, nice. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> you come come up and just swipe, kind of just arcing, almost like a double X, bringing it back down and just carve this X. You can see the in, like innards of it begin to spill out as it like trying to put them back in. Metal. It is. It's like not, scooping up it. Yep. <laughs> yep. It is not looking good. No, I need those. At all. Um, at the end of your turn, uh, the large one is going to use a legendary action. Oh no! Is it oh no! Oh okay. no! Uh, I'm raging is... now, though, and that is the goal. Uh, good for you. We're in a against... straight line. Yeah, uh, as it as it kind of looking up at you, Orkira, but its eyes shift down to Vinley, who is prone as its feet as it <gasps> yeah. turns around and just goes to bury a claw into your chest to rip out whatever it can. And as it does, yeah. you hear it snarl. Um, as he like as I'm looking up and he's looking down, I'm just like, Malar's stupid. Hunt the Telkasir and bathe in their blood. Do you like those that, behind the ear scratches? Wait, what, and what those that say? speak Elvish know yeah. that Telkasir means elves. Yep. And you said kill them? Yep. Hunt the Telkasir and okay. bathe in their blood. Got it. Oh no. Oh um, no. Many have tried. So. Harold Binley. And Trident. And Trident. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> He's here too. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> the NPC guys. Uh, Plus. Oh, uh, twenty-eight to hit, Vinley. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm prone. <laughs> uh, ten points of slashing damage. Are you sure? Yeah. Is that a crit? A crit? No. I'm prone though, and that's a melee attack. Yeah, that just means advantage. Yeah, oh, you're not, I thought it was you're not unconscious or paralyzed. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, I can't. It can be a crit no. if you want it to be. No, moving forward. <laughs> Donate twenty dollars to Extra Life to only give DM crits. Yes. No. 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 Bad okay. Devin. No. <laughs> Boss, it is your turn. Vinley, okay. you're in the hole. Uh, with bonus action and movement, can I get up to the one that's almost dead before the round begins anew? I believe I'm last in the initiative order. Uh, Vinley is last in the initiative order. Okay. Um, 
whatever the case may be, I want it dead before we go back to the top of the round. With your 40 movement, yes, you can make it. Sweet. Then I'll use that 40 movement to get to it and attack. Okay. Can you, can you move the bear trap too, since it's been set off? Because I keep seeing it thinking it's something next to me. Here, put it, put it, uh, put it next to Vinley. That can be the portable hole. Oh, the black wanna... oh, do you? Okay, cool. It's already there. Oh, so there is. I guess it helps if I, you know. Uh, 15 to hit. Uh, 15 hits, yeah. Sweet. This should finish it off. Um, you're using the fire tooth. I am. It's the only magical weapon I have. Okay. 31 points of damage. Uh, yeah. Dagger. Um, yeah, you just you rush up and you see it like pulling its innards back in and you just bring the fire tooth dagger down, severing the intestines from its body as it just kind of looks up at you and you just bury it into the bottom of the chin as it just convulses and you watch as the body cracks and mo- turns back into a human as it okay. slumps to the ground. You can see that it is covered in gray um, like furs uh, and pelts and leathers. And you can see uh, that it's just covered in blood. Interesting. Uh, very large uh, human, uh, you know, but a human nonetheless. Binley, and, remind me, do you only heal off of things you kill or death in general? I only heal off of things I kill. Damn, okay. I wish I'd remembered that. Um... You made its entrails, outtrails. And what lies <laughs> before you is a woman uh cool um move 40 feet uh because i believe i'm in the path of this thing's charge attack if it decides to do so again yeah yeah Yeah, so let me move 40 feet that thing's dead in front of me right it is it is very dead sweet (laughs) um move me i will step through the entrails and the outtrails however they may be arranged and move 40 feet to that just move to that tree and that'll be enough that's my end that's okay. it. Uh, move me on the other side of that tree, actually. That way I'm a little bit closer to the action. All right. Vinley. Right there. That's it. All right. Um, I'm going to stand up as the first thing I do. Like, I just, uh-huh. as uh, Cujo and Titan are both coming out of the portable hole, I just kind of hold out my arms and they just write me on my feet. And I personally am going to disengage. (laughs) Good idea. As they pick me up, they just kind of carry me over the portable hole and I start sprinting towards Trident's direction. Okay. And they're going to go the opposite way to our new wolfie friend. Oh, that's a perfect place to be. Yeah, uh, you are underneath the else. levitating one. It can't reach you because it's 20 feet up in the air. Um, <laughs> and they are going where? Uh, to try and flank with each other this wolf the best way they can. Like uh, the one big of them. Yeah. Okay. Just in whatever section of the forest they can do it. They are flanking. Awesome. So we got four attacks coming their way. Let's do the first two. Okay. 
Seven plus four, 11 to hit on the first one. I have to ask you this. Mm -hmm. Are their attacks considered magical? Unclear. They're not. Okay. So Ah, I got you. Yes, they are raking against this hide and it just snarls and laughs as it looks down at these lesser canine-esque beings. (laughs) I see that and I go, all right, boys, back in the hole. (laughs) (laughs) One can get back in the hole with this movement. The other has uh, their movements 25, correct? Uh, Their movement is 30 feet. Okay, so we can get closer but can't get in. Okay. Which one is it? Let me roll higher low. It's the one that's red. I don't remember which one's red. We're about to find out. I don't know. It's one of them. It's Titan. Cujo. Cujo's a good guy. He knows how to survive. The one that goes in the hole, yes. Okay. Uh, uh, The one that goes in the hole just claw rakes down. Cujo, no. Uh, That is going to be... Uh, actually, no. It's going to do this one. Okay, but the irony. Uh, twenty-four to hit. Yeah, that hits. Takes thirteen piercing damage and fourteen necrotic damage. Okay, hot, hot. They have eleven hit points. Um, and just yeah, just like it, he goes and it just snaps really quickly and just shatters into a thousand pieces. And as it shatters, you see Titan kind of go into this like laughing fit of mad rage and he just jumps on the wolf and tries to attack it because they have vengeful strike yep (laughs) yep um okay that is yours uh that brings us to uh levitation can't do anything uh just flailing about up up top is he doggy Uh, paddling yeah in air Yes! <laughs> uh, the other one is going to chase after Triton. Speed 30. Can't get to Triton, but can get to Vinley. We'll go to Vinley then. Oh, me? Nope. They said hunt the elves, my dude. Oh, Venley's over by us. That's right. Oops. Yep, she moved. Uh, it is now currently right next to both V and Venley, but it is targeting Venley in this moment. Uh, it'll, you'll like, it'll snap prematurely as it before it gets to you, but then its claws come up and kind of slash up into you with a twenty-one to hit shield. Okay. Nice. Yeah, last second, your shield comes up and it scrapes arcane sparks kind of fly up into the air as it's low and just looking up at you and just growling. I do that kind of thing, like it's a rom-com meet cute where I look down, look up, look down, look up, and I'm like... (laughs) And you can see just drool dripping from its lips. Uh, Uh, That brings us to Trident. Trident is going to attempt to, to take aim at uh the oh god is nothing you go through the other ones no he's gonna attempt to to take uh to, to take aim at the smaller ones to see if yeah, he can heart, hurt them uh 
looking at his spells real quick. Nope, because it's the same ammunition type. Uh, yep, nope, nothing he can do there. Mm. Um, all right, yeah. Uh, he'll move his bo- uh, bonus action. He'll move his hunter's mark to uh, the one that is chasing after you, uh, Vinley, and is going to take aim and fire. And 18 will hit, and uh, 29 will hit, but both arrows shatter on impact. Didn't he pull some silver arrows? He did. He did. We'll get to there in a second. Yep. Okay. (laughs) And, uh, but he'll, you'll, um, he'll kind of curse to himself in uh, Elvish as he just kind of looks out and he'll kind of shout out towards you. Arrows are useless. I have three that'll work. I need to be careful and target only when I know it'll bring them down. I'll let you know. And uh, I just point up in the air. <laughs> yeah, that one ain't going anywhere for a little while, I think. Um, you'll see him kind of pull, draw, and kind of ready uh, a silver arrow, and but won't do anything with it uh, as he just kind of waits and kind of you see him just eyeing. He'll, he'll move a little bit further away just to kind of keep. his range is yes <laughs> long bows are great yeah long below long bow plus sharpshooter yeah oh that's my jam yes nice we just got to get him an endless quiver so we can have some magic arrows jeez um <clears throat> he's got a he's got a he's got a trick up his sleeve and Okay. What if he didn't? Go to target or Kira. <laughs> uh, all right, or Kira. Yeah, hi. You are. I'm currently blowing a raspberry at a very large werewolf. You are. That's a good plan. Um, yeah. So uh, it is going to. Yep, it'll kind of reach up, kind of kind of grab onto you as it tries to sink its claws into you. Okay. Uh, 19 to hit. That hits. All right. Um, uh, hold on, I'm going to cutting words. Okay. Uh, I'm going to like look over at him. And it's immune look... to charm. Oh, it's immune to charm. There oh, you go. Damn, damn. Yep. Cutting words is a charm. Oh, oh well, yeah, thank you for I thinking. I didn't know that. Yeah, no worries. Uh, yeah, you, you, you quip, so and you expend the use, but we're just letting yep. you know it has yeah. no effect. Yeah, totally. And, no yeah, and it just turn like it doesn't even seem to even care. Its eyes are just tunnel visioned on, uh, Orkira. And you hear it growl one last thing. Drown the cowards with their own entrails. Dude, you were the one who ran away. You guys this fight are, is going so well for you. You guys are just the edgiest of all time. It's the Malar. It's the Malar. Uh, uh, so uh, damage on that is uh, nine points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, and I need a strength save from you. All right, here we go. Oh, where edge wolf. Oh, that's a 16. 
A 16 is not enough as it uh, drags you to the ground. All right. And you are knocked prone. Ooh. Okay. And then the second attack will be made at advantage. 22. A 22 to hit. Yep. And I need a constitution saving throw from you. Okay. Oh, boy. Roll high. Nope. That's a seven. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh. All right. Um, That's a bad one. Okay, we can fix this. Uh, you're gonna take eight points of piercing damage. Okay. Thirteen necrotic damage. <laughs> yeah. And. I get hairy under these scales and they get itchy. I'm going to get very mad. <laughs> oh, I guess, yeah. Being uh, a would be worse for a dragonborn. I've been changed so many times. If this thing does this too. Oh. Uh, all right. Um, this, that brings us to Harold. Um, I'm gonna leave that guy floating. He's doing fine. He he seems like he he seems like he's enjoying himself. So he, you know why bother him? Uh, in the meantime, I'll hexblade's curse, uh, the big one, and then I'm gonna eldritch blast it. Uh, here we go. Uh, 19 to hit it. Oh. Uh, 19 hits. Oh, cool. thank God. And the second attack is a 17? A 17 hits. Sweet. These uh, things are big. So add four to each of these damages. So 12 for the first one and uh, 18 for the second one. As Harold's basically, he, he kind of, he's watching the one floating in the air and he's like, huh. And he just kind of lightly tosses it. And when it zips through, he just like, waves his finger back towards himself and it comes zipping right back through the other side and he catches it and looks back and he's like weren't you guys supposed to be tough or something love it uh all right yeah uh you um <clears throat> yeah and it slices right through and he just you see as he, he hits and he looks down at uh or here on the ground his eyes just immediately turn to you and you can just see just the snarl as like blood is dripping down uh, i will move as well i will put my full movement in the opposite direction of the big one. <laughs> oh, the squishy elves are all gathering in one corner i'm sure it's fine no, I'm also, I would also, while moving away from him, try to avoid anybody else. I want him to have to choose between us because between our three ranges, this guy's in serious shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, or Kira, it is your turn. I'm going to climb to my feet, annoyed, brush off some of the blood <laughs> that's everywhere, and the scratch at my side a bit. <sighs> Listen, if you want to die so quickly, all right, fine. I'm going to cast Spirit Guardians at fourth level. He needs to make a wisdom saving throw DC 19. Titan's friendly to you, right? Uh, yes. So the okay. only thing that the Spirit Guardians, I, I will actually spare your undead, Vinley. You watch as for a wow. moment, this the, the, the phoenix comes flying out of my book to start to circle. And it 
it almost pauses in midair at your undead and then it just goes over and comes back around and dives into this thing. Uh, it fails the save, so give me that full damage. Uh, it's taking 16 radiant damage. Um, and the, the spirit guardians stay up and yeah, his speed is halved. So let's slow him down a little bit. Um, I don't think starts its turn there counts for legendary actions, right? No. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm going to do that. And then I mean, I'll get 10 feet off the ground again, just so that I'm flying because I'm faster that way, but I know that I'm staying still within his reach. I'm not disengaging or, uh, getting an attack of opportunity. Uh, and that's, that's it. That's it for me. Cause I, Orkira knows what werewolves can do, but I don't think she like is suspecting anything. So she's just gonna get up and gonna be like, "You're you're staying right here, and we're gonna stop this now." All right. At the end of your turn, yes, it is going to spend a legendary action. As you do. No, thank you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and. Ooh, maybe not. 15. Uh, advantage. Oh, why? Because of this right here. All right. Yep. 15. Uh, 24 to hit. Oh, yes. Oof. Plus um, nine to hit. All right. Wow. You hey, are. A big boy. Uh, you'll take 12 points of piercing damage. Okay. And nine points of necrotic damage. Okay. And because of your last roll, you do not need to make a con save. Also, as it goes to bite, it says this. We do not bless cowards. Die, wretch. I'm going to remind you, you're the one who ran away. I will die rich, thank you. Wretch, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not rich, but that's amazing. That's so mean. So, so good. I love it. Uh, Sasha. She said, okay. Um, Sasha is going to run forward and leap over the portable hole as she brings her sword forward. I'm going to bonus action cast blinding, blinding, branding smite. <laughs> as I'm leaping over the hole, and I'm going to attack him twice. All right, sounds great. If I can get to, there it is, yay. First attack is going to be, oh, that was scary, a 26 to hit. Oh my god. It was almost a one. <laughs> yeah, 26 hits. The second attack is going to be 12. Uh, 12 will not hit. Okay, but... He's going to take an extra... If I smite on top of that, can I smite on top of a smite spell? Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. I am going to smite on top of my smite smel spell. Would you like some smite with your smite? I, I would, thank you. So that's... 
there's the magic smells again. Plus one, two, three, D eight. So I'm using a second level. Roll. He is going to take 22 radiant damage. He is now glowing with uh, a five foot low glow and he cannot become invisible. Okay. So no yes. running and hiding for him. Okay. And he will also take that is, uh, nine points of slashing damage. Okay. And that is my turn. Okay, got it. You run up, leaping over as this arcane divine script just wraps around your new blade that is meant for rent, uh, destroying metals and items, but you use it to just stab into this creature twice as you slash and hack at it. And it looks like it's pretty rough, but you also... Now that you and Orkira, with your keen perceptions, see that its wounds are slowly healing. Holy bitch. Finley, hit it with that chill touch. Huh? Hit it with the chill touch. It's healing. I'll try. <laughs> v, if you could uh, heal that one, it'd be great. <laughs> v. All right. Um, let's see. The there's always a dude just like right next to me every time. I don't have to. Have to so run convenient. Right. So convenient. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I flank on that guy? Of course. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna do that. And that's. Gonna then be... he's like, please, please do. And that's gonna be a 19 to hit. Uh, 19 will hit. Yeah. Well, that's gonna be uh 15 points of damage. And then, ooh, ooh, 20 to hit. 20 will hit. Which I assume does. And that's going to be, mm, oh, 14 points of damage. 14 points of damage. All right. Forgot to do the math. Oh, yeah. Um, you're watching everyone just try and pile on this one large one, but you would look back and see Vinley just panicking, casting up shield as. Uh, she's underneath one that's trying to like doggy paddle closer to her and another one just snarling, looking like blood lusting hungry towards her. And your ancestors nod towards Vinley and you all surround this creature in just two massive hits with this jawbone blade. Come back as you uh, run past it, slashing across its side. It turns toward you, and then you spin and then uppercut it with the blade. You watch it get kicked back as it is very angry, doesn't know who to choose. It has its orders, but <laughs> you've definitely caught its attention. Yep. Okay, now you're not an elf, but. <laughs> but I have feelings. <laughs> that wasn't very nice of you. Uh, Voss. I'm rush the one that V just attacked. Got it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I mean, if we pile damage on this one, I think it'll fall. Mm -hmm. Attack, fire tooth dagger. That's another 15. All right. That hits. 
31 points of damage again. <laughs> and as V uppercuts it and comes back, you slide in in between and just hold the dagger up behind you facing V as it comes down to bite towards her and impales itself on your dagger. And you watch as it convulses and the hybrid wolf form shifts back into a male human. And you can see this uh, severed bestial claw paw uh, adorning their armor like hunting trophies as it just slumps down, kind of all of its weight coming down onto you. I will be taking that armor. That is cool as hell. important to loot the corpses whenever you're done we share that in common um bonus action left uh once again um move to the right this time uh the edge of the cliff face are the smaller ones is the one floating the only smaller one left yes that is correct okay move me to the right to the cliff edge there and i'll stop right there uh, in case that one comes down, give it a target opposite that's not Vinway. I appreciate that. That's all right. Um, uh, just so you know, that's only 40 feet of your movement if you want to use a different... I mean, I doubt I can hide by the cliff's from, edge. And I want to be out in the open just in case, like, I know they're all about murdering elves, but I just killed, like, two of these things. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Um... So, yeah, that's my end of my turn. I just want to get out of the path of Big Boy in case he decides to charge again. Um, All right. At the end of your turn, it doesn't do any actions, but it does say this. Those two, bless them, and point. <laughs> and points towards Voss and V. Oh, absolutely not. That's not happening. Who's going to bless them? All your puppies are down. And it looks up towards the floating one and then back down towards you with just... Oh, oh don't be a smartass now. <laughs> <laughs> Hateful, hungry eyes as you watch its wounds still healing. Speaking of that, Finley, it's your turn. It's a lot to ask of the floater. <laughs> so... <laughs> It keeps running away. It's ordering other people to do its bidding. It's it's really not inspiring a lot of confidence. Yeah. I actually made a mistake last turn when Kuja was running for its life. I forgot that I'm actually a necromancer and that I have the undead thralls feat uh, that increases my undead thralls maximum HP by eight. Oh, nice. Still alive. And how I want to kind of explain that is... The creature like smushes him. He turns into a pile of bones, falls into the hole, and then sticks up a thumbs up <laughs> out of the hole. <laughs> Love it. Love it. You just see. <laughs> and like, as I see that, I'm like, oh, thank God. Uh, Titan is going to run and jump into the hole as well, taking okay. an attack of opportunity if he has to. You can cause, you can get him to do disengage. Oh, yeah. Disengage. I forgot that I can do that. <laughs> um let's see here and then can I, what would it take to do like an arcana or a history check on the big guy because this bonus ain't no action. normal man okay cool i'll use uh my bonus action to 
arcana it first off before I <gasps> oh it was a two cool. it was a 20 and the way it's angled looks like a 20 but it's a what's two your, uh, what's your total 11 mm, yeah you know they're werewolves but that's a weird one yeah <laughs> and then for my action how bad does our Kira look she's taken quite a few hits like, I'm, I'm if at, I use my passive medicine of 18, how how I'm bad? I'm at 24 of 75. I, oh. I, I took some, some, yeah, but I've been trying to keep its attention. And I appreciate you for keeping its attention. So Vinley is going to look at it healing and decide that healing or cure is a little bit better. And she's going to take out her ritual knife and just hold up her left hand and stab the ritual knife in like fully into her, her hand Hi. as she casts life transference. You're so extra unnecessary. Why? Why? It's so, it's a, oh. Stab uh, my hand. I take 13. Or <laughs> Carol take... looks over and all she sees is the knife in your hand. She's like, oh, I'll help that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she stabs her hand and takes 13 necrotic damage and or Kira, you receive 26 healing. Nice. Nice. I mean, Lord, wolf, but wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, but wolf. That's useful. Love and then she's going to move behind V. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, corpse will make an attack of opportunity. I take it as it as it twitches. <laughs> Oops. Um, but all right, that'll bring us to uh, it's still flailing. There's literally nothing it can do. Yeah, awesome. literally, literally nothing. nothing it can do. Um, well played, Harold. Triton so is going to. Triton is going to actually kind of seeing the, just kind of looking just kind of taking a gamble. He's got three, but he's going to actually knock one of these silver arrows, take aim, and fire at this large wolf. Good. Um, is it a disadvantage? It is not a disadvantage. Okay. Does he have super range? Yes. Okay. Yeah, his range is like 400 feet or something like that. And sharpshooter means not even the trees. And uh, yeah, he's going to... Searching so uh, 21. Yep, 21, which will hit. So he'll do 2d8. He'll do 31 points of damage. Nice. Hell yeah. As the, with the first shot. Yeah. Okay. And it sinks deep into its chest. And for the first time, you hear go, <gasps> and it did not like that at all. Um, and is. Uh, and then you watch as he draws the second for the second attack, as he takes aim, but he holds the attack. He does not want uh, to let it go until 
he watches it fall. So um, that is Trident's turn. Um, yep. <clears throat> and like watch it, like you see him like stagger a bit, almost go to a knee as you can see the silver tip, just you see black veins growing as the, the fur around it begins to just um, uh, mat and uh, mange as it just begins to like, you can see just instant, just pain and hatred of this uh, silver tipped arrow uh, as he looks to you or Kira and then he has to make a wisdom saving throw DC 19 as he's still in my spirit guardians. So he looks nice. at me and then a little Phoenix goes foof, across his sight. Nice. 13 plus. Um, he's going to use a legendary resistance to resist it. Okay. Uh, so he'll still take half damage and he, his speed is still halved. Uh -huh. um, so it's, it was 23. So um, 11. Yeah. So 11 radiant damage. Okay. Got it. Uh, and you see it kind of just takes a step back. You see the wounds not heal on his body as the silver tipped arrow is embedded in his chest uh, as he looks to you. You are not worthy of Malor's blessing. And reaches up and like puts a hand on your chest. Uh, I need you to make a con. Constitution saving throw. Okay. Ah, oh, that was so close to being good, but it's an 11. Um, get your plus three. 14. Not, a, not enough. <laughs> yeah. Orkira is in the process of saying, I have my own god to give me a blessing. I don't need... <clears throat> it's not bad. Uh, you're going to take Kali mod. 33 necrotic damage. Oh. <gasps> as the curse of lycanthropy is pulled from your body. You watch as huh. black ichor begins to pull and come out of the wounds and just kind of pours out of you. It burns. Not in a good way either. No. Uh, that is its full action. Yep. Ooh. Oh. Harold. Uh, that uh, that big guy's got to go down. Okay. Uh, I'm going to. I'm not going to cast another spell because <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm going to eldritch blast him, but I'm not going to cast uh, anything with concentration because uh, that guy's still hanging out and he's just watching all his friends get stabbed. So let's <laughs> eldritch blast. Okay, so that hits 23. Uh, that one probably misses. 15? Uh, 15? 15 misses, yeah. Okay. It does. Uh, I will go ahead and use my luck. Oh, blessing of luck. Yes. As I go to throw, as I whip it back from the first one, I go to throw it and I kind of trip on a tree root and, oh, oh, and it just kind of spirals out of my hand. Um, hey, 21, that one will hit. Okay. I love it. And as it does, it ricochets off of a tree trunk and slams right into him. God, I meant to do that. Yep. That's that that's, was really uh, impressive, Harold. Calculated, calculated, totally calculated. Uh damage uh, is uh 11 for the first one and 15 for the second one. Wait, what did I get? Yeah, no, that was a 
and uh, go ahead and swing us, sing us that swan song. Hey! As he kind of um, throws the first one, it, it expertly like slices across the throat and it explodes into butterflies and whips back to his hand. He's like, <laughs> and he throws it and it bounces off the tree, off of two tree limbs, spirals over and just kind of on the shoulder of this thing without actually sticking in too deep. But as it turns, it bursts and just blows half of its face off as it whips back into his hand, a whole bunch of beetles crawling up his arm and he clenches them and the blade pierces out the side. That is cool. And as it drops to one knee, you can see just like the fa- the skull of this creature looking at you. Just this one hateful red eye piercing into you as there's a thunk. And that one piercing eye looking at you, you now see a feather tip from the end of it as it just falls back and you just see an arrow sticking up. As soon as your Titan's held action goes off. <laughs> um, I'm just going to ask you guys, are you murdering it? Oh, yeah. I'm going over and... Uh, yeah. I'm going to... Uh, I will say as... Golden tentacle. It, as, as this massive werewolf falls, you actually hear the one... Uh, uh, hovering in the air just let out this whimper whine of pain as you can feel something shake through it. Its body convulses for a second. It stays in hybrid form, but there was definitely like a shock wave that hit it as this big one fell. And it lets out this cry. As it mourns for its alpha. Um, before we waste any resources on it i do believe werewolves have to breathe and i could we could just put them in the hole and close it bring the hole over here and i use far realms reach to rip it out of the air is there some sort of okay it's gonna ask if there was some sort of quick humane way to do this instead of Horribly. Yeah, I'm a little conflicted with the suffocation hole thing. Can't we just kill it? Okay. Just to I'm just still to confirm. use Far Realm's reach to pull it down to the ground in front the, of V. The big the big one is dead dead, right? Yeah. It is dead dead. Okay. You do pull it to the ground in front of V? Yeah. Okay. It's gonna attack V. Okay. Uh go ahead and make your attack, uh uh Sasha. Yeah. I need a strength save. DC 15. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, it fails. Nine rage. Uh, okay, yeah, it, you pull it down. It takes a slash and a bite at V. I rolled a two and a one on both <laughs> attacks. And you all just humanely just put it down. Uh, th- there's no way it can survive a but round. With lethal injection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it did not get off that one bite it wanted to uh hopefully turn v but um without going through all of the uh combat you easily slay this um lesser werewolf does everybody feel okay does anyone feel a little weird uh i'm gonna use 
Oh, you mean like that? Um, yeah. I think I'm okay. Everybody okay, I'm okay, okay, right? Huh? I look okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look yeah. fine. Yeah. You're you're a little <laughs> bloody. A little bloody. Would you like some healing? Here. Yeah, I was gonna use one of my healing potions. Let's let just real quick, or Kira and I look at everyone. Okay. Make sure we've seen this kind of thing before. Yeah, I'm gonna fly in down. I'm gonna take a second because between what this creature said and what I felt, it was obvious I'd been infected and that he used something to pull it out of me. Can I use that to try to figure out if I can tell if anybody else has been infected, cursed, whatever it is with lycanthropy? Uh, it's it, it, yeah no it's hard to tell if someone's bit there's a chance that they were afflicted but there's no way to identify just by looking at somebody um, okay well, do I, oh, so well two quick questions do i know it takes a bite and do i know that remove curse will fix that make an arcana or history check I would say I, I would also know if I was bit or just too. scratched, right? Uh, scratch does not, but you were bit. Um, I was. Okay, I wanted to know if I was bit. If I had, like, because yeah. I, I would know if something bit me. Yeah. I'm going to make a history check because she's encountered werewolves before, but... Uh, oh, Can I make see. an arcana? <laughs> yeah, of course. And while they're doing that, there's three human corpses here, correct? That is correct. Okay, very good. Well, there's actually four because the large one yeah, turned into a big one. a big one. And you can see uh, that sa same, again, the lots of wolf pelts and leathers uh, and severed uh, animal and other creature hands adorning the head, except for in the, ch the chest of the large one when he, when he shifts back into a human, you can see uh, this massive, almost like scarification scar of uh, a clawed lichen hand uh, spattered with uh, like red blood. Like it like smeared across like ritualistically in that scar. And that's the symbol for Malar, yes? Correct. Yep. I'm just gonna fuck that all up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As Finley to... takes the time to ritualistically uh, take her time defacing this scar, what did what did you get for your Arcana and histories? Uh, well, so I was trying to remember the the brief bits I have encountered werewolves because I haven't encountered them that much. But ah, ow. so that's a two for a one. Ah. Oh, These yeah. were probably actually just very mangy gnolls. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you knew they were werewolves. Um, you're having a hard time just with everything going on to remember the details of how the, the curse works. Yeah. Uh, I will I will check everybody out in a second, but I just get too distracted by how much that hurt. And I'm going to do a cure wounds on myself while I look over at Seisha in hopes that she did a lot better. Seisha, what'd you get? Favorite book series when I was growing up was about this girl who fell in love with a vampire and then the werewolf <laughs> fell in love with her. And so I learned all about werewolves. I got a dirty 20 on my arcana. <laughs> you have disadvantage on everything for the rest of the <laughs> You did this to yourself. You know, all of the information that you've learned I is completely false. Yep, it's wrong. <laughs> I remember this book. It was called um, Dusk. Don't. 
Yes. No, we're moving on. Nope, nope. All right. The dust series. Oh, man. You know that werewolves are lycanthropic shapeshifters that are either afflicted or divinely blessed. There are debates on how often the lichen can shift, as some show signs to only shift during a full moon, while others can shift at will. Mm-hmm. Werewolf packs are organized similar to wolf packs, with a powerful alpha in command of the entire group. The moral and ethical outlook of the pack tends to follow that of the alpha. Those afflicted often take on the characteristics and demeanor of the type of lycanthropic beast they were afflicted by. Lichens have three forms, humanoid, hybrid, and beast form. It is proven that they heal rapidly and are immune to any weapon that is not silvered or magical. Rare rare werewolves, extremely rare, are known as loop guru, are extremely dangerous and even harder to kill. Unlike other lichens, loop guru can speak while in their hybrid form and the affliction is a curse. You want to just it. say it? Yeah, uh, it is, <laughs> the affliction is a curse, uh, and lesser werewolf by bites can be removed via um, remove curse. Okay. You did not get the loot guru information of how to remove its curse. Okay. Ooh. I share all that information. I think it... I think it took it from me. I do too. It said you weren't worthy of the blessing. So I think it took it off you, but V, Mm -hmm. do you mind if we cast a remove curse on you just in case? Sure. You want to do it or carry? You want me to? I think we should be asking the more important question, which is back to the book you were talking about earlier. Were you team Dustin or team Devin? Okay, so the issue with that is that, like, the book very clearly skews your, like, view to... (laughs) (laughs) But if you read the fan fiction, then you really know it's about... (laughs) Meanwhile, I've come up behind V, and uh, I've just paused for a moment while she's talking about this book. I I guess I'm going to have to... They each had their strong suits. I know, but honestly, like, I really preferred, um, uh, I'm sorry, it was, uh, gosh, I just blanked on the title. What was it? Dust? It was, um, no, not oh, Shattering uh, Sunrise. Yes, um, yes. It was, uh, it, was, it was the best oh. book in the entire series, like, hands down. Dusk was okay. I mean, I've only read the Tusk Love series, so I can't help you out. And then I put my hand on your shoulder and I will cast Remove Curse. Oh, yes. Uh, the the fire, it washes over you. Uh, you feel cleansed. You were not uh, cursed with lycanthropy, but if you were, it, it, it is now gone. Yep. Anyone you, else? Uh, reassured. Anyone else? Yeah. Anyone else get bit? I was only clawed. I think I was bit. Was I bit? <laughs> I know I made con saves, so I'm sure I must have been bit. Uh, you were bit by uh, one of the lessers. Yep, one of those, one of the little guys got me. Okay. I will, mirror, 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 mirror. I will I will pause and walking over and be like, but what if I end up being like a special werewolf? <laughs> what I if mean, I end up but, like but, Devin? Well, I mean, if it's anything like the books I've read, you have to be part of a very specific familial lineage in oh, order to right. survive that. Yeah. All right, all right. Give it give it give it to me. Yeah, I 
I mean, if you want to be, that's fine. No, but I feel like when no. it's inflicted on you, that's a bad thing. No, I'm hairy enough as it is. I think we're good. Are you? I will remove curse on Harold. There's a yeah. reason Harold doesn't walk around uh, shirtless. Uh, all right. Uh, Triton will uh, will come over um, and... Triton, you get uh, bit? Uh, he shakes his head. I saw I Harold know. without a shirt on once. <laughs> I didn't realize he didn't have a shirt on for five minutes. Yeah, I, I had to actually shave a little bit after that. So but it's more an, groomed these days. Yeah. You're an elf. I'm only half. The half elf. It's the half strong. strong. Strong half. Uh, and yeah. you watch Trident just rip the uh, arrow out of the eye socket. Look at this. <laughs> Harold sees that. Oh, God. <laughs> Puts it guy. in. Uh, pulls the one in the chest out, looks at it. The uh, silver arrowhead had has shattered, and so he tosses it to the. Wait, wait, it's wait! It's not. It's not fixable. You oh, can okay. only recover fifty percent of arrows shot. That's gotcha. just my flavor text. Fair, all right. There isn't Never. even silver to to refix it with. I don't. You know what? I don't care. This has not taught me anything about helping animals in need. I just uh, felt the need to share that information. Okay. I mean, yeah, try try nods. You did right. So which one was your favorite book? And as I you guys continue that. talking about <laughs> these books, um, where Devin was a pirate werewolf. Um, <laughs> you know, he was, and it was hot. <laughs> you have to answer as much as possible. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, it isn't too much longer before the day is coming to a close and a torrent of birds fly out of the trees. You hear another thunderous boom of sundering stone from over 30 miles away. The, the earth around you has become craggy and rigid with, even, uh, with hard, uneven stone. Pillars of rock jut out of the ground like rusted, broken shards of granite blades piercing up from the earth. As you've been approaching, you've noticed the monstrous cliff face seemingly grow taller into the sky as they turn white with snow and reach beyond the clouds tens of thousands of feet towards the heavens. Now you look on as night begins to fall and see a myriad of lights radiating like dancing ribbons of prismatic light tethered to the spires. It is a beautiful aurora borealis, but something else about it gives you great pause. It doesn't feel malicious, but it does feel very powerful in a way that you cannot describe. However, there's something else you all feel. Or is it that you hear, but not audibly, something in the back of your mind? You all begin to hear whispers, but especially you, Voss. They are too soft and unintelligible to discern, but seem unending, yet only truly noticeable when you let your mind wander into the silence. However, in the silence, it is cut off by Trident. The Bone Eaters tell tales about the lights, but I can't remember the last time I laid eyes upon them. They say they are dangerous but protective. Hopefully seeing them tonight is a good omen and not a foreboding one. Dangerous how? Rumor speaks of 
potentially harming those that descend into them. Others say that if you stare at them too long, you go blind. But other rumors say that it protects and keeps the mountain safe. Perhaps it is. And he looks towards V, the wardens, continuing their watch even in death. They're beautiful. Yeah. I wish that whispering would stop, though. That's annoying. <laughs> you hear that, too? Oh, my God. I thought that was just me. Oh, oh I thought I was just hearing something from afar. Uh, tri the trident will possibly just wind cutting through the stones up above. Yeah, that's probably it. The whispering is just wind? You do remember being in a swamp where there was the singing wood and it, when wind passed through uh, certain trees, it sounded like haunting whales. I don't know. This doesn't sound like whales. This sounds more like talking. <laughs> you know? Like you, like the sea like, creature? No. Because it doesn't sound like the sea creature. No, 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 no. That's more like... Right. Yeah. It doesn't sound like that. Okay, okay. You're both um, very good at that. Thank you. I used to go swimming and try to call to the whales. Did they ever call back? No. No, because they're rude. I did I did have some dolphins come swim with me though. Dolphins uh, are nice. Whales are rude. I saw a play where there was this like woman in it who could speak to whales. And that's what it sounded like. Mm. Neat. Um, I suppose we should set camp. That um can anybody tell what that whispering is saying? Uh No, Nobody can. Is that what language is it? Do we know? It's so quiet. Yeah, it's unintelligible. Like unintelligible. Yep. Unintelligible. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Weren't we warned the people who got close to the mountain? Yeah. We heard. They heard stuff. They heard. Oh yeah. They heard the mountain calling to them. Yeah. Are we being hexed? Then like. It, it doesn't feel like a hex. It, okay. I don't know what this is. I'm going to reach over. I'm going to touch Seisha on the shoulder. I'm going to cast protection from evil and good just to see what happens. Okay. okay. Uh, concentrate on it for 10 minutes and I'm going to just touch you and you feel a little bit of warmth. And I say, you still hear the voices now? Do I still hear them? Uh, looking up the uh, until the spell ends, one willing creature you touch is protected against certain types of creatures, aberrations, celestials, elementals, fae, fiends, and undead. Uh, creatures of these types have disadvantage on attack rolls. They can't, uh, Seisha can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. Um, and if they were already there, they get an advantage on the saving throw uh, to resist it. Um, Seisha, the, the whispering, once you try and concentrate on it in the silence, disappears it stopped it i was kind of afraid of that 
But yeah. yeah. So what does that mean? I that think that's it's the Amber King. Yeah, I think it's the bad thing in the mountain. It's protection from evil and good. Just throwing the doubt out there. Yeah, a whole, <laughs> whole bunch of angels up in the sky going, you really shouldn't be there. It's super bad, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think they can hear us? They understand us, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's totally. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, but they're uh, just like ignoring us i don't don't know the last time my god tried to talk to me it was very loud (laughs) i i I trust them to be super loud this uh whispering usually bad usually unfortunately i can only do that to one person at a time for 10 minutes i can do it to somebody is there anybody here who's i think we should just keep going until we see if there's any negative effects only one person should be affected that way we're not wasting too many resources mm-hmm. and if we see like major effects then we'll start worrying about hitting everybody i, I agree with harold not, uh, i also agree also i will stay with y'all tonight but come the morning i will need to head along the base of the mountains to the north side i've already sent an animal messenger to the brothers telling them to meet me on the northeast side of the star mounts at the base of the Heartblood river these mountains reach over 30,000 feet at their highest, so it will take you some time to traverse it. But once you handle cleansing the mountain and whatever ails the water from the sister's waterfall, come find us there. I will tell them of your deeds and hopefully convince them to tell you everything they know about what lies in the north side of the forest, including this myth, Mistmaster. I want to commend you on your efforts. You have been respectful and extremely beneficial to the growth and balance of the forest, even if you are clumsy when you step through it. However, you have my humility and respect. He will then turn to you, Vinley. I will leave you with this warning. When you meet the brothers, do not bring your undead in front of them. They will destroy it and they will hunt you. They see it as an abomination and unbalancing to nature's will. It is an unbalancing to the balance of life and death in their eyes. They walk in true balance of nature. I can see and understand your views and understand that not all are evil who walk the path of necromancy. They will not be convinced so easily. I appreciate that, and thank you for the heads up. They'll remain in their little house. Um, and uh, he'll start, you know, setting camp. He'll walk around and setting snare traps like he does. Um, I'll set uh, bear traps as well. Uh, you'll actually watch as he'll actually pull, like, kind of seeing where you're setting bear traps. He'll go to kind of looking to where the most, like, obvious point of possible ambush and he'll actually take out four arrows from his quiver and he'll stick them into the ground as he casts cordon of arrows nice um so what are you doing will, will follow trident and um do would, would you like some actual help uh he'll look to you and say not much you can assist with this and he'll look to you boss a trap Anything hostile approaches it, one of these arrows will fly towards it and pierce it. Interesting. Thank you. Hopefully give us uh, a bit of warning. And Voss, as you go to look over how this uh, trap is done, you can see small arcane etchings. Yeah, I figured magic. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you can see like it's almost as if the like using the ground itself to empower them. Hmm. I want to ask Trident real quick, um, once he gets back from doing this. Are you familiar with getting messages magically in your head? He nods. Okay. A uh, bunch of us can do that. We'll try to keep you apprised of anything important. I figured I'd ask beforehand because usually if you don't know and suddenly one of us is speaking in your head, it can be disconcerting. I understand. And I'm not familiar with exactly, I know there's a word count, but I, I will reply and try to keep it short so that I don't get cut off. Let's yeah. see what we're having for dinner. And as that happens, and speaking of messages, Vinley, as you're amongst the rest of your group thinking about the days you have ahead of you, as you prepare to trek up another frost-covered mountain, you hear a voice pop into your mind. At first, you think it is more unintelligible words scratching at the back of your thoughts until you hear the voice of a young but powerful black staff through a string of three different sendings. Senior Greyhand, we've studied the two compounds further. They both possess divine aberrant qualities. Mm. The encephalon compound mimics the weave through reality manipulation. There's a pause. The black colostrum has the power to create aberrations from natural things. However, they show signs of harmonizing best together. The instability of both singularly, there's a pause, counteract each other from homogeneously Oh, counteract each other homogeneously when introduced into the same subject for a short amount of time. If you have any new corresponding information, please update. It ends. I'll remind you that um, the encephalon is a, a word for brain, and you you remember this note is that was one of the things she told you right before you left is <laughs> that it mimics the weave. Uh, through reality manipulation, and the black colostrum, also known as black milk, has the power to create aberrations, as you have seen, but the new information is them harmonizing together, which you may have seen <laughs> out in the wild or through scrying. Um, absolutely, that's wonderful to be made aware of. I will let you know any new information I find, and it cuts off there. Okay. And then I turn and I'm like, okay, everyone, um, I'm going to do a spell so that we can speak freely without worrying about anything. Just give me like 10 minutes before we start talking about some real shit, okay? And she starts walking around the clearing, setting up wands as she's casting Mordenkainen's private sanctum because you don't actually need walls for that, apparently. <laughs> nice. Before, Love it. Okay. Before that goes off, I would like to do something, but uh, can I can I get off into the woods a little bit so I'm alone? Sure. Yeah. I'll I'll be back in just a sec. I'm gonna kind of go a little far away. I'm gonna spend that ten minutes ritually casting commune. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna try to be as quiet as possible because I. She still needs to ask these things out loud. 
But yeah, she's going to just hold some fire in her hand and cast Commune. And when she's pretty sure that nobody else is listening. Hi. Figured I'd ask a couple things. Just in case you're unsure of the answers, because I feel like sometimes getting the unsure answers uh, kind of sucks. So um, also, before I go up the mountain, I thought I'd say hi and get a last little bit of warmth. Mm, I'm going to need that hat. Is Khan Tomok still alive? Um, since you were alone and not around others, and it is just you and the Phoenix, the fire dwindles in your hand, but you hear that familiar voice. And you hear a no. That's what I thought, okay. Is anyone in the my group affected with lyc lycanthropy and we don't know? The fire does not grow brighter. It stays snuffed out. No. Yeah. Yep. You hear the word again. No. Okay. Are you okay? Is that your official third question? That's her third question. She was... She was focused on the Kantomak and was afraid she'd get a, a wishy-washy answer. And so was expecting to spend the next two trying to get some clarification. But since they were no and no, she's gonna indulge for a moment. And there is a brightness to your fire and you hear that soothing voice that's almost like fire crackling in itself. Always when I hear from you, and there is the, your fire spell in your hand snuffs out. And you feel a little warmer tonight. Thank you. And then she'll reach into her pack and pull out the fuzzy hat. And then remember that it is still covered in itching powder and go, ah, that's, I'm gonna have to take care of that too. Okay, all right, I'm back. Sorry, had to take care of something. You're just in time. We're having beef stew for dinner. It comes in bread bowls. Nice. I rolled bread a comfortable bowl. meal. Nice. nice. That is a very comfortable <laughs> meal. And now I want some. Bread bowls are the best. That's getting you back for when you did this to us. I'm hungry. Yeah. I want a bread bowl. Uh, and as you all set up and kind of make camp, we're going to go ahead and take a break there. Oh. And we will be back in about 15 to 20 minutes. So thank you all so much. If you have not done so already, uh, enter hashtag beyond, hashtag Eldritch. Or go check out d4extralife.com. And then d4extralife.com to donate to our Extra Life charity as we are trying to give away stuff. Why not all three? <laughs> we'll be right back. Welcome to Rock Punch, where the jokes are freaking awesome and the shenanigans are always dabbing. Come join the gang on a, like a really hot vape adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Watch the crew as they just jerk off around the workplace, dog. Complain about movies that you can watch on a phone or whatever. whatever. Stream on Twitch like Minecraft and other stuff. Is boredom a part of your day? Then you need to seize the moment. Maybe take DMT. Look at that. 
Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a reference to Fleischer cartoons from the 40s? Anyway, these guys don't have jobs, I guess. But they do at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. Or if you're like old school and like analog, you can watch their videos are released every Wednesday on YouTube. You ever think that Wednesday is not spelled like it sounds? You should say it like Wednesday, but it doesn't. Anyway, whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I... Great. I, I'm not... Excellent. We're totally in the same room together. Anyway, with entertainment for geeks and gamers, things that are cool now in 2020, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a break from all your sick skate moves on your Heelys, or save your money at the vape shop and tune into Rock Punch, bruh. Dab, 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 dab. Oh, hello again. I hope you're enjoying it so far. Well, get comfortable because we're diving back in. <laughs> And we're back. Uh, the the party fought off some werewolves, and um, now they're set up to, to sleep. Yeah, now they're at the base of the mountains uh, in a private sanctum, thanks to uh, Vinley. Uh, after getting ascending from Vajra Safar, uh, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, a private sanctum has been cast, and uh, everybody's yeah. munching on some bread bowls filled with beef stew. This is the best. Oh, this is so good. It's like like a pocket for stew. (laughs) I can eat the bowl. This is the best. (laughs) With the tender, crispy, flaky crust. Oh, it's delicious. Thank you. You're so welcome. I'm so glad it turned out okay. Um, On an output level, do we have, uh, I don't know if there was anything we were doing tonight. Uh, just watches, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, you made private sanctum. I didn't know if there was anything you wanted to oh, talk yeah. about. Um, mm. I uh, I did receive a sending from Vajra. She has found out um, some new information on um, the substances that we gave her to test. Yeah. And it looks like our suspicions are true. The first substance. Can you put the names in the Zoom chat? I don't know how to spell them, so I don't know. And how you to say, say that them. you can just you can give them their colloquial names, the amber and stuff like that. Okay, cool. So the amber or the brain, um, kind of uses reality altering to focus arcane weave, something we figured from watching its effects, and then the black milk that we gave her are the things that kind of make the monsters. Right. And if I'm remembering correctly, because the spell takes a lot out of me. Um, if you introduce them both, it kind of counteracts each other for. Did she say anything about time? the silver milk? Not counteract. They they, they harmonize each other. They harmonize. They, harmonize. they like they like each other. Oh, gotcha. Yes, they they come together and kind of make everything so much worse. Have they figured anything out about the silver liquid? Um. I gave her a sample of the silver liquid we found on a beer. I don't believe so, not yet. Okay. Uh, the liquid you found coming out of the uh, altar altar was black. Oh, not. it was black. I thought it was silver. Yeah. No, nope. that was your first encounter with black milk. Well, retcon that then. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's really. Yes, no. and I told her that I would keep her up to date on any information we found out. 
Really glad you didn't drink that, Harold. So far, getting real lucky today. (laughs) (laughs) And if there's anything we need to discuss um, privately about our plans or anything, we can do so freely now because nothing will be able to see us or hear us. Do you still hear the whispering in here? Do I? (laughs) Uh, Look up Private Sanctum. Continue role-playing amongst yourselves. Um, So, if we're... (sighs) If we're already potentially hearing things that are coming from the mountain, we should be ready for it to get worse. Um, I'm assuming, and assumption is, but I'm assuming that it's probably going to be speaking in um, a different speech pattern that, I know Petunia speaks. I actually, I took lessons. Oh, you did? Yes. Okay, uh, I was going to say, I can speak it for about 10 minutes at a time. I, I or can't, just comprehend languages. No. Right. I can't necessarily speak it because it's not very palatable. It's more of a written language for people right. who aren't from woogie boogies. Um, but I do understand it now and I can write it. Excellent. Okay, that's good to know. You don't just think they're saying really horrible things? Oh, they're really... probably doing the litany that we heard. Well, no, because that's that's for the Elder Eye. That's not for the Amber King. I don't know what the Amber King's chance would be. Part of me would probably just not want to know. Just part yeah. of things that, like, if we heard like louder, we'd probably, yeah, I, you know, actually, I can still hear the whispers just yeah. faintly, and okay. I feel like if we turned up the volume on that, it would probably melt our brains out of our ears. So I'm comfortable at a. Shut up, I'm trying to hear the play level where we're where we're at now. Okay. That's an interesting way to describe volume. Well, you know um, how it is. Somebody keeps sitting in the back and then you hear them passing the snacks. It's like, shut up, I'm trying to hear about this. I've only been to one play, but I know I would hate that. Yeah, that, that play had a little bit more audience participation than expected. Yeah. Yeah. So as we climb this mountain. We should probably expect this thing to get a little worse, but I'm also kind of curious about um, how are we going to, are we going to be able to find our way to the ritual area without Trident? We don't have much of a choice at this point. You have the, I mean, I've never been there. Oh, oh, I thought you had. Okay. No, I'm not. We got the I like the forests, map. not mountains. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm listen. very, I am favored in forests, not mountains. Listen, I'm so. favored on plains of fire, and yet here I am climbing a snowy mountain. That, just because have, this is your favorite place to be doesn't mean it's the only place you've been. We didn't want to assume. Like, no, I, I, have, I have not been up the mountain. Okay, so we, so we, we have the map, and we yeah. have V. I think that's plenty to get us where we need to go. Maybe V will know it when it. she's there, or maybe, She'll or maybe it. it's just that she's so acclimated to mountain that she's going to be able to just kind of withstand a lot of the things we won't be able to pull us through. That's we this conversation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't. Um, so so far, uh, the only thing I have felt naturally on a mountain is i learned that i don't get very cold that's, that's good that's Lucky. still way better than me 
I'm uh, talking like four layers still trembling. And so far, that's about it. Okay. Hey, it's still more than we had. I will say that the Clacari is on the most eastern peak. Sorry, western. Okay. Western peak. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I did that again. Again, it's it's, it's, we, uh, it's okay. We no, we're. I appreciate the correction because that would be really different. Yep. Harold's holding Western. a map upside down. It's, again, it's, like... it's Weast. It's it's accent, yeah. Elvish accent. <laughs> Weastern. And we were told that the place that V's gotta go is two hours east of the Kulkari. Yes. Okay. Two hours est of East. Oh, sorry. Est. Est. Yeah. East and Est. What's interesting dialect you have out here? <laughs> <laughs> Colloquialisms. Uh, I think I think we're just gonna have to trust that we're we we're who we are and we're pretty damn good at this by now. Yeah. We we lost our toilet paper a long time ago and I'm somehow making do. Oh no! And she just casts precipitation. Oh come on! On your butt. <laughs> and I, I don't know if there's <laughs> anything else to discuss now. <laughs> oh, V or uh, Finley, while you're casting digitation, and she's gonna pull up the hat and be like, "Would you mind?" Oh yeah, what's wrong with it? And she casts. Uh, it's better now, thank you. And she'll put it on her head. <gasps> Ominous. Oh no, Hira. What? Nothing. Okay. What? <laughs> Wow. You can't uh, just look at someone and say, oh no, and then not tell them what's wrong. I, I mean, I'm kind of used to it, actually. I've just <laughs> been using leaves. So. Moving that along. You don't I, know how to use the future? <laughs> Listen, we had this talk back at Charles Skull before we left. I thought that we had done a whole, like, uh, on the blackboard showing which leaves are good and which are bad. It's going to be harder up the mountain, but, you know, that's, yeah. Kept, I, I, I have a bag of leaves. So yep, and uh, moving on from that, <laughs> uh, Trine will remind you that the... Uh, uh, the Aarakocra told you to look for the two landmarks that you're going to travel towards, uh, known as the Four Claws and the Long Bridge. So that is what you were looking for. And that is after you reach the Clickery. Yep. It, heading towards the right of Varric's site. Right. Um, but um, if there's anything else before you uh, go to make watches and rest for the evening, um, you can take your watches um, and... If I can, perhaps during a moment when we're farther apart before we take watches, I would try to subtly go up to V, perhaps as I'm going out of the range to take a piss, and say, take your watch with me tonight. Uh, okay. And she walks away because she thinks you came over there to take a piss. <laughs> You're a little too convincing with that. I would have walked past you. Okay. It's that awkward <laughs> moment where he walks up, you start to walk away, he's continuously walking. <laughs> yeah. Um, unless there's anything else anybody else wants to do, we're gonna go, we'll go ahead and move to that watch that V and Voss have together. 
I think it's unspoken that I set up the hut. Yes. Yes. Of course. So now we're super stealth and super protected. Nope. So there's a bit of silence coming into this. However, after a few moments, Boss says, How do you feel? How do you're asking you're asking me how I feel? I um, suppose about reclaiming your heritage, the potential inevitable confrontation with your father, those sorts of things. I mean, I feel like the most recent thing I felt is I you know, worry that I have caused maybe false expectations of everybody who lives here on and around the mountain. You know, people keep saying stuff like, oh, the wardens come back and whatever. And I'm just like, if I don't find someone else to be the wardens, I, like, I didn't plan spend the rest of my life out here you know protector of the mountain or whatever so if you find no one what will you do i don't know i mean i can try to make it as safe as possible and then abandon everybody i'm not really sure i'm kind and of if we find your father what will you do you think he'd actually just be out here in the mines and not protected by the city this is his territory he has an idea we're coming here. This is the most precious thing in the world to him. I just assumed he would send people. Like he doesn't do a lot of things in person. What warrior in your father's ranks, aside from himself, could match him in combat? I'm sorry. What warrior in your father's ranks could match him in combat? This is his territory. This is his mountain. We are invaders. He will come here to fight us. There's no doubt in my mind. In one form or another. So what will you do? I am not sure. I have sort of just, um, you know, been... Playing things by ear, I, I suppose. Um, I guess it depends on what happens, and I'll decide then what feels right. I want to ask you a hypothetical question. Okay. You know me. Most of my past has been villainous, to put it lightly. Okay. Say you met me at 25. The height of my evil, so to speak. And the opportunity came. Knowing the misery that I would cause in the future, and yet knowing that you had made me, would you kill me? I don't ever plan to kill 
people. Even if they're evil? Irredeemable? Have the lives of men, women, and children? I mean, are you attacking me? Currently? No. You're not attacking me to kill me. Because I haven't... I... Like, I only ever... I've only ever killed one person who didn't attack me because I thought they were going to attack me and it didn't sit right with me and I've only made sure you know to only you know only be okay to kill those who are trying to kill me and, and or my friends and it's it's the hypothetical question is is difficult when you take that out of the equation it just makes me feel like an assassin of some kind or something that'd be a bad thing and it's just not who i am so in a way you've answered yourself it's different if someone's fighting me to kill me or my friends so even if we go there and we see all the misery that he's caused the dark god that he's worshipped every time someone in the city dies of that harrow dust he is responsible for that every time a monstrosity is born that rips apart pieces of the city he's responsible for that and despite all the bodies piled up on him if he begged for a reprieve would you give it to him i can't realistically see him begging at all Your your actions, I must admit, have been disappointing, is the best way to put it. What have I done that's disappointing? It's the lack of what you've done that's disappointing. I don't kill enough people for your liking? No. If you said steadfastly you weren't going to kill your father because he was your father, I could at least respect that. But it seems like you've sat in indecision most of your life. But, as you said, maybe that's who you are, and I must learn to accept that. So I am. I mean, I'm a pretty impulsive person. That's just sort of how I've always operated. Uh, plans don't always go well for me because um, they're restricting and they hardly ever come to fruition. I understand. So if that's the way you feel, I accept that. So don't worry. You don't have to worry about killing your father because I'm going to do it for you. Whatever decision you make from this point forward won't matter. Punches you in the face? I don't care. Okay. Roll an attack. Okay. Okay. Oh, you punch me in the face? Oh, yeah. Really that wasn't her saying it. She okay. just plugged <laughs> you in the face. No, 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 no. I, I, the, the player was saying that I rolled an 11, which isn't great. That is a miss. V just, you, you, you say that, V just rears back and swings at you. 
I stand up, take about 10 foot distance, but I do not draw weapons. Ooh, where's that coming from? That's not your choice. You're make. not making a choice, so I'm making it for you. You get to sit in indecision continuously. I'm going to kill your father. You. And if your little brother gets in the way, I'll kill him too. You are so much like him. Do you know that? Maybe. Maybe that's what's needed here. Maybe because no one who's ever confronted him was like him is why he's gotten away with this for so long. I don't, I'm not a hero. I'll never be one. But the fact that he's never confronted someone monstrous has allowed him to run rampant for this long. He needs to die. His machinations need to fall. And if you won't do it, I will. And if you don't like that, then I guess you'll have to kill me. Depending on the situation, I guess I will. But I'm not going to plan for it because it's still not the person that I am. Well, you need to think about that. Why is planning murder so respectable to you? Planning is respectable to me. And understanding that doing what needs to be done is a reality we all have to face. Your father must die for his crimes. I should have died for my crimes. Either way, you're going to be killing someone evil. So there's no guilt to it at all. But I am going to that mountain to murder your father. And if you want to stop me, then you're going to have to kill me. Or by willing, try to convince me otherwise. Well, I'll see how well everyone else feels about it, I guess. Go ahead. Okay. Tell this to the rest of the group. Create this kind of confusion and distrust amongst us as we are about to go up the mountain. I'm not Destroy doing any plans you we have of moving forward. You are blaming it and pinning it on me. Though I will say, that's a strong choice to make. I can't stop you. Go ahead. You think I'm, I'm scared gonna... of this? I'm going to tell them tomorrow, not right now. Go ahead. What? And if they remove me, they remove me. But I'm going to that mountain to kill your father no matter what, with or without them. This needs to be done. It'd be preferable if you were the one to do it, because this is your story, as you said before. But you won't make the choice. So don't worry. I'll make it for you. You can continue to sit on the sidelines as you always have and try away from confrontation. Look at me. I'm a weak, crippled thug. I'm nothing. I'm the weakest member of this group. And if you can't stop me, you can't do anything. You're such a sad, manipulative person. Very true. You're just like, I don't even know if you mean most of what you say. You're just trying to get a rise out of me because for some reason you feel the need. I mean this. I'm going to kill your father. 
okay i've you've said it enough and you keep saying it as if something different is going to happen i don't know if it will but it's important to me that i at least try you know Come. My instincts about you were exactly how you view yourself, that you're this terrible, awful person who deserves to die kind of a thing. I never necessarily thought you deserved to die. I just thought you didn't necessarily like fit in with what everybody else wants to do since you're always so gung-ho on wanting to just kill people. You know, I started actually liking you, but... I see now that I, you know, shouldn't really change my gut instinct and opinion on people anymore. You even have gut instincts? This is what a fucking stupid question, really. Like, Not I just really? told you I'm like an insanely impulsive person. Of course I have gut instincts. You can't have impulse without a gut instinct to do something. You act as if I've never fought, never done anything in my life. But that's not true. I have done and accomplished a lot, whether you like it or approve of it or not. You and have. I don't need you or your approval or my dad's approval. So you can just fuck off. It's strange. All of what you're saying is true. And yet you can't make a choice as simple as that. I don't understand why you're trying so hard to get under my skin. I'm not trying to get under your skin. I'm doing the same thing I've done with everyone since the beginning. Facing the reality for what it is, as opposed to what we would like it to be. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the way you're choosing to talk to me. You know, like you're, you're specifically picking words and the way you say them in order to get a rise out of me and to upset me I mean cut short manipulate me into doing what you want I don't want you to do anything I just want you to do something and I do and I will and I don't need you or your approval or for me to lay out an entire plan for you to approve that's not necessary We'll see. I hope you keep this kind of fire as we continue forward. And you're right. The, I guess the reason I may pick on you more than other members of the group is because unlike other members of the group, you haven't made what I would think is a repugnant deal yet. Oh, like with like a magic other being or something? You say that so flippantly. What do you mean? I mean, I know you have an issue with magic and gods and just things that aren't tangible. It's not the things that aren't tangible. It's things that wrap you in chains. 
I just hope you make a decision. Tell the group if well, you I want. It doesn't make a difference to me at this stage. Let them confront me, let them kick me out, send me back. It doesn't matter at this point. I mean, you and I have literally traded off a soul literally trapped in a lantern, and there hasn't seemed to be too much discourse about that. It's literally in your possession now. I take it off my belt. Oh, so now conveniently you need to, okay, yeah. Now that's been pointed out to you. I didn't know that. It's a ghost lantern. I didn't know what it was. I take it to the edge and I fling it into the abyss. Just so you know, you're still on the face of the mountain. You haven't okay, it. wherever I can go on it. Yeah. Just chuck it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> into the woods. Yeah, you can just chuck it into the woods. You know, when I die, it will be once, whether by you or something else, I'm never coming back. I will not have my life extended by the magics of the weave. I won't bow and scrape to a god for a reprieve or mercy. You're right. You've accomplished a lot and you'll accomplish more still. But this is nothing compared to what you will face later on. Okay. A pushy thug saying he's going to steal your story from you is nothing. And if you can't deal with me, then you won't be able to deal with anything that comes after this. You know, My father will die someday, somehow, probably killed, maybe by me, maybe someone else. But I can tell you, it's not going to be by you. So you say. At least you've made a decision. I look forward to you following through with it. And I'll keep quiet for the rest of the watch and keep my bunk about 40 feet away from hers. Just so you know, that makes you sleeping outside of the tiny hut. I'll take that chance. Okay. Don't get cold. You are still within the private sanctum, though. And as V is left confused with an array of emotions and thoughts, the, that watch comes to an end. And the night was mostly uneventful. However, just as every night, 
There were creatures lurking around in the shadows, but because of the sanctum, you could only hear them. To keep you on edge a couple of times, wondering if more hunters of Malar were waiting for you. Any spiders? No. Squirrels, remember? Squirrels. Oh yes, squirrels. <laughs> but you did hear the sound of flesh and bone being crushed and devoured nearby. But thanks to the arcane wardings of Vinley, it seemed to pay you no mind, or perhaps didn't notice you at all. Seishin or Kira, you two and Trident are greeted by the light of the sun just peeking through the trees <sighs> along the horizon as you are shaded in the shadow of the Colossus that is the star mounts and the foggy walls that is the private sanctum. A nice new dew covers the dome as you all awake and enjoy the last breakfast with the ranger that has navigated you safely this far before he heads out into the forest alone as you prepare to ascend the peaks once again, or once guarded by these ancestors. The terrain is tough and jagged. Again, like shards of broken blades piercing through the earth, reaching higher and higher into the sky as you ascend. And we're going to do a skill challenge, a little different than what we were used to. In the skill challenge, everyone gets to add to the narrative on how they assist in traversing the mountain. Um, and uh, as you head up towards the Clickeri, the former homestead of the Bone Eater clan and first location point on your map to the ritual sites of the Vetorox. Uh, you will be ascending over 20,000 feet over a grueling 10 day pushing yourselves through the terrains and climates worse than that of the mountain in the dog book. So the DCs will range between moderately difficult to very hard, depending on your use of the skill presented. The only rule is only one skill can be used for the group along the way as a representation as your group's best effort in that skill, aided by the person with the best ability or best course of action in their planning. Uh, before we get into this day, what equipment does everybody have for extremely cold or mountainous areas? Um, well, I know we... Orkira has a, a hat of itching and a coat that has winged cutouts. I have some cold defenses, naturally. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> Me, you good. You don't even got to put on a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> we did say before we left Waterdeep that we all bought uh, winter's clothing. Gear. I do yeah. remember that. Do you have winter's gear? That is correct. And I winter's have... clothing negates the need for hourly con saves versus exhaustion Woo! in extreme weather. Doesn't mean that it negates all con saves, just right. the hourly one from extreme cold. Yep. And anything else? I have liter literally an inexhaustible uh, font of fire <laughs> and the ability to use it at all times. I happen to have a potion of climbing. Okay. Just in case things get a little too sticky. Okay. I have three potions of climbing, a climber's kit, um, a potion of water breathing, just in case. Just you never know. Just in yeah. case. Yeah, and three alchemists' fires. Okay. Uh, I have a potion of climbing as well, um, and um, I also have three pairs of socks. So I'm doubling up my socks to keep my feet warm. Okay. That'll, that'll be uh, included in your winter wear. Yes. Um, I've also the socks that I bought at the very beginning, just for the record. Yeah, the they're not ones. clean. 
So the That's climbing gear and potions of climbing will gain advantage to any climbing checks that are necessary if it so comes up. Yeah. Also, your your climbing speed is equal to your walking speed instead of difficult terrain. Um, the potions of climbing last for one hour, just so everybody knows. Uh, the climbing gear is as long as you wear it. So after a very tough emotional night for at least two of you, uh, what is everybody's mental disposition this morning? Uh, considering I don't know what's going on yet, uh, everything's fine. Things are great. We're making our way. I'm focused more so than I have been any day previously. He is really quiet and seems um, not like angry, but just sort of like um, I don't know the right word for it. Uh, not like upset. Irritated? Frustrated? Perturbed. Maybe. I don't know. I guess we'll just say lost in your thoughts. For yeah, I will say concentrated on something. Um, if if can I make an insight check on her if she's acting weird? Because my passive is insanely uh, high, yeah. So <laughs> I would want to make an I would say your passive check. picks up that she's lost in her thoughts, and okay. that might be because of what you guys are about to do. That is very explainable as to her reasoning. To be um, quiet or not her normal self is right. she's literally about to climb. Right. As as we're breaking camp, um, say she's going to go over to her. Hey, V? Yeah. What? Yeah. You're going to do great. <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. You all right? Like, climbing this mountain is the least of my worries. <laughs> Getting you guys up the mountain might be that's that's a good worry because i do not have a good track record with mountains that's true yeah all right i just you seem a little distracted and i wanted to remind you that you're going into your element do you think that my my dad will be at the actual mines because most of what I've thought about is just how this whole situation um, would be about crippling him. Your father told me a story about somebody who was stealing from a dragon's hoard. And they took a ring and they, they took baubles at first. But then one day they took a coin and the dragon reacted and it said all this time you've been taking trifling items that meant nothing to me but now you're going after what's precious to me i think he'd be there if he has any idea we're heading this way he'll come out because that is his gold coin That's my thought, anyway. You told you the story in reference to what? When I met with him, at I was supposed to meet with your mother, and he showed up instead. Right, yeah. Um, when I was interviewing him, he told me that story, and he made it 
very clear at the end of the story that um, we hadn't hit him. I'm, I'm sorry to say this. We hadn't hit him where it mattered. This matters. I think if he knows we're heading this way, he's going to be there. Okay. But hey, it's going to be okay. We're with you. No matter what happens, you've got us. You sure you're okay? Yeah, I just... I hope... This sounds weird, but... Part of me just wants, you know, him to live long enough to see me surpass him. take everything yeah. from him. I think dying would be easier for him. Than I know, losing but that's everything. too good. It'd be easier than losing everything. If he lost everything, that would be so much harder for him to deal with than just dying. I know. This whole time, my goal is just... I haven't really had a goal, let's be honest. Um, it's okay. But if I did have one when it comes to him, because I guess I have to at this point. I just want him to suffer. Well. I want him to hurt. And I want him to recognize the pain that he's caused me and everyone else around him and I was hoping he wouldn't be there simply just so we could help him suffer instead of have to face him and maybe kill him. V, we can always fight him without killing him. We can Not with fight him with the flats of our swords until he falls unconscious. We don't have to kill him if you don't want to. We're here to follow your lead. You're the leader right now. If one of us were to try to kill him, would you help me hold them back? If that's what you want, absolutely. Last night, Voss told me that whether I like it or not, he's going to kill him. And did a bunch of patronizing at me, basically, you know, talked to me like a child, just like my dad always did. He did it on purpose to try and make me angry and like, I don't know, tell me it was my birthright to kill my own father or something, like something you he would say. You don't have to do anything Voss tells you to do. Oh, I know. 
I'm not listening to him. It's just more of uh, how to get him to not kill him before I'm done. If we encounter your father, we'll try to non-lethally put him down. If Voss goes against that, I'll get between your father and him. Thank you. I understand the importance of eliminating, you know, the people who just do nothing but cause harm and pain to others. But like, I know this is a, such a selfish, I, I feel like it's more selfish of me to not kill him simply just because that's not the right kind of pain I want him to experience. Death is easy. Surviving is hard. If he is really going to pay for what he did, he needs to be alive. I don't think you need to kill your father. I think you need to show him the wrong of his ways. That's what I want. Whether he agrees with it or not, I need to try. Like I said, you're the leader. You tell us how you want to play, and we will play. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. Bring it in! Free hug, Sasha. She gives her a big hug. And goes back and starts uh, helping break down camp. Right, cool. It's pretty simple, since it's just a bunch of bedrolls underneath the tiny hut. Um, but... Uh, if we're moving it along, who wants to take the first skill challenge, and what are you doing? What is the cliff we're facing? Is it a cliff, sheer face, or mountainous, up a steep place, or what are oh. we looking at? We'll, we'll send you some pictures for um, oh, some inspiration. Uh, this is basically what you're looking at now. Uh, there's going to be multiple pictures per link. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, don't I mean, it's very pretty going wrong here. And then if you want to show them what they'll encounter when they get a little bit higher. For everyone who can't see the photos, um, in video games, when they like to hide hidden walls, it's, it's like that. It's These like, are the mountains the horses in Skyrim actually can't climb. Right, there's yeah. no grass. <laughs> I was about to say, these they are remind, Skyrim mountains. Yeah, I would say it's, it's like a combination of like skyrim but also the like lord of the rings terrain yeah yeah <laughs> it's just then, horrible it's horrible if, to traverse lots to, of hiding places uh to uh bring some light uh some levity i'll show you uh, what the aurora borealis looks like Ooh. the weird whispering lights <laughs> and if all of our audience wants to see these pictures we upload them on discord every monday um but so, i i have one last mechanical question yep okay because or orkira spent some time this morning futzing over some spell selection mm -hmm. and uh, maybe asked harold for some kind words on convincing her to not prepare her usual suite of stuff in order to take stuff that was going to be useful climbing the mountain so she has things like, like she she always 
or she a lot of the time has enhance ability, which would affect some of these skills. Mm-hmm. At what point is casting that so people have advantage on like the mechanics of it is casting it and then you get advantage on certain things like what's the the fair way of going about this if you guys want to do things to let the person making the role have advantage because you're working as a group or using arcane stuff like that that is fine this is over 10 days okay um like i said these are moderately difficult but very hard skill checks because of the terrain you're facing yep and but once you roll that advantage that's it okay. you don't get a you don't get a second chance at that particular skill so Jesus. orc here yeah or will let you all know kind of i, I guess the in-game way she'll do this is I, I prepared a bunch of stuff that i think is going to help with like climbing and looking and everything that we want to do uh and that includes um uh, penelope actually taught me this one uh, it's called freedom of movement to actually help with like things get really bad but i can only cast that on like one person at a time and i took stone shape again because i figured you know there might be times where we want to just make some of the mountain easier in little 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 chunks but you gotta let me know okay of course well you know i also uh have prepared fly for today everyone um just in case one of us can't get up and, and featherfall right you you prepared featherfall absolutely okay, reminds me okira also, oh sorry go ahead uh also uh if there's any time anyone can't has struggled climbing up or anything like that um i want to use athletics to help uh pull people up yeah well we'll get to that when it is your turn to use your skills but uh i meant to ask this last night um okira how do your wings made of flesh and scale hold up in the cold Mm. Uh, I mean, the wings are fine. It's more of a, I just hate it, but they'll be fine. I'm more worried about the wind. I know we were warned back with the Aarakocra. They said the winds get really, really bad. So I'm going to try to be very, very cautious. I'm probably going to just be staying really close to the side of the mountain and just using them to help more than anything. Because I feel like if I get swept away by that, yeah, it's going to be bad. Well, Sorry, I don't mean to butt in, but yeah, if you do happen to need to take flight and the winds are a bit strong, I do have warding wind prepared as well. So if you were to carry me, it would swirl around us and we would be unaffected by the other wind. My, my wings aren't corporeal. I can probably fly through it. Maybe. I mean, your wings aren't corporeal, but you are. <laughs> and the winds are going to be bad, but... Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll take it. Uh, I'll just be a little extra cautious. And I will try not to complain about the cold. And she pulls her hat a little bit closer onto her head. In any case, I have um, 50 feet climbing rope as well as three potions of climbing. But I would wait until we got to a sheer cliff face that we had to climb mm-hmm. before I would initiate any skill challenge. Uh, no, the skill challenge is like just you guys kind of narrate what you want to do, and we'll, oh. yeah, and uh, you basically it's gonna be full narrative control until you get up to the clickery of how you guys use your skills as a group to make it up the uh, the mountain. So who wants to go first? I can go first with a simple nature yeah. check. 
just to make oh. sure that we're not stepping anywhere precarious not l less that more using my vast knowledge of the outdoors because i hate it to guide us away from any plant life or black ice that might have formed along the sides if that makes sense yeah and, it's fine yeah. yeah and less 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 about i want to make this check and more about literally paint us a picture of what you want to do you you the ball is in y'all's court we want y'all to to create the narrative that you are facing going up this mountain um but uh you want to make a nature roll and everybody's working together you can do so with advantage all right now if, if you look here to your left you can see a vast 21. <laughs> The fastest. Uh, you are successful. So tell us, narrate us how you successfully use nature in your way up the mountain. I think I definitely uh, keep a very big eye out for any leaves that are either poisonous or could cause rashes due to the subjects that were discussed the previous night to save us the trouble from being uncomfortable while we climb. And I think she points everyone into a, a direction of like almost not thermal vents but she sees from a distance kind of like oh that steam isn't from the sun we should probably walk make a little detour this way to be a little a little warmer just based purely off of my book knowledge and I hope it's correct Over the next, like using that knowledge over the next few days, um, you start to notice signs of past nomadic tribe of Goliath runes etched into stone, trees bent in odd S shapes and cairns of large heavy packed stone that actually lead you down easier paths or to small watering holes where you can refill water skins and other things like that. I'll go next. Okay. I am going to use insight. And basically, Seisha watches the wildlife, especially the mountain goats, and she studies their movements. And using insight, she's able to predict their next move from their body language and their mannerisms. And so she watches the way they move across the rocks and uses that as an imprint for where we step and where we move. Okay, go ahead and uh, roll insight with advantage. Thirteen. I rolled a five and a six. Ooh. Um, narrate for us how you fail. So um, she's she's successful at first picking out a few moves, and Seisha uh, is is moving along and and showing people where to step, but she gets overconfident. And at one point she kind of makes a jump and her foot slips and she falls down an incline, probably about 15 feet and lands with a thud. And uh, she just slides down the hillside basically and lands with a thud and kind of looks up at everybody and says, okay, that, um, that could have gone better. Maybe, maybe we'll stick with Benley's route. That, that seemed to work better. 
It was working at first, so you don't 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 take away all your credit. Ow! All right, I'll I'll meet you guys in about five minutes. Uh, oh. Okay. I don't mind going next. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to use performance. Okay. You see, as we are traversing the spires and moving across these hilltops, it's not long before some semi-intelligent creatures corner us back us into the corner with small spears and as we all seem ready all at once to do battle harold takes a look around and looks for the peaceful way out and begins to play a tune on some icicles hanging off the sides of one of the things and as he continues he makes up a performance on the spot a percussive performance that impresses them so much they well, can't we'll see help. Hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> Hopefully it'll impress them. Oh, <laughs> uh, is that with advantage? If other yes. people will help me by oh, I'll perform their with armor you. and shit. That or Orkira enhances your ability of yeah. charisma. Okay, I so can also use any of I... my cantrips to make special <laughs> wow, effects. Wow. I feel confident with my 32. <laughs> it's a beat yeah. we can't get out of our head for weeks. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> Like, yeah, it's actually like it's a band of bandits actually who have like, you know, moving up the mountain who were like hopefully like looking for a um uh a a few like maybe like some ruins or something looking for stuff as they've like are climbing up and like you're you happen to just come into a cave where they've camped out and you end up just staying the night with them and just partying throughout the night as <laughs> you all share ale stories and they're like, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. man. We don't, it's, no, it's, it's all good. It's all good, and, man. You know, hey, we're all trying to make it. <laughs> How'd you yeah, get up awesome. here? <laughs> uh, they all have climber gear on and all the, you know, and, uh, and they awesome. actually, they actually, um, so how's this line? Of and they're like, yeah, we actually have this extra set and gift you a set of climbers gear. Hey man, thanks. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Okay, cool. That, that'll be what Harold does. <laughs> I, I'd like to play off of that just a tiny bit. Um, Orkara this whole time, I think is, is continually in a little bit of overwatch mode and then is, is just trying to be the assist that she is. Mm-hmm. And in the same way that Vinley was looking out for like dangerous plants and dangerous animals, um, and uh, as we're hanging out with these these bandits in like the next morning, she's watching out for little nicks and scrapes and cuts and problems that could blossom into something worse. So like someone who has nicked their elbow on a rock and eh, they don't think it's going to actually be too bad but she'll recognize that oh this is going to affect how much you can reach for something um this is going to get in your way of of seeing the the next handhold that you have to grab um and so like before we leave these bandits she'll take some time and look over them as they're getting ready to go down the mountain and be like let me let me help you with that let me let me just patch this up and I'm hoping to use medicine okay. as a way yeah. of like this. She's just keeping her eye on how everybody is doing. Oh, maybe now's the time we should take a break. Uh, you, you need to have some more water, that kind of thing. I can definitely assist you with that. Let's see what happens. Oh, I rolled two 19s. Oh, oh, that's, nice. a, that's a 28. Destiny. Yeah, <laughs> sitting here trying to come up with the DC for that, and uh, it doesn't matter because <laughs> yep. So, so um, yeah, 
Speaking of rolls, can I use Lucky to re-roll mine? Uh, you cannot because it has been too long. Oh. Well, good so, to know for the next time. But yeah. there might be a, another thing that comes up that you might want to oh. use that for. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when um, a boulder's falling. <laughs> or when the bandits come back and be like, why didn't we kill those guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were just too, so damn nice. Yeah, they're, they're like, like I think he charmed us. That that song was just that just. <laughs> no. Um. All right. Who wants to go next with their narration of how they make it further up this mountain? Mine is simple. As soon as we reach a, reach a clear cliff face, um, tie a single rope around everyone who can't fly, mind you, unless you want to be in the rope chain. Um, climb up first using the potion of climbing, and um, which I'll mark off my inventory now. Use up using a combinations of the climbing pythons that I have, as well as just natural athletic and acrobatic ability to be able to just help everyone shear the cliff face up. Okay. I will let That's you know it. this. That is going to be athletics. Cool. The climbing potion, as well as everybody's help, would already give me advantage. Can that be used to lower the DC? Uh, no, it gives you... Oh, okay. Yes. They're both advantage. Because, That's why because... I'm asking. Because you're using an item uh, yep. from your inventory, it will Sweet. make DC easier. Yep. Sweet. That's helpful. That should be good. Uh, 21. Got it. All right. Yep. Um, you help. Um, it is. Okay. And then. After you help everybody get up this, you notice that the winds are very strong here. Those that were flying actually had to um, come to your aid at times or come for your aid at times. Um, and the what the Aarakocra has talked about, the wind that cuts through these rocks and crevasses, especially since they're these jagged spires that don't really allow for smooth rolling over hills gets extremely violent at times, um, but working together with the climbing gear um, and the potion and everything, you make your way up. And at some point, uh, you find a, an overhang cave, cave as extra defense for the night. And you see cave paintings stained on the stone walls, hundreds of hands marking the path here as almost a sign of, I was here. And there's even one twice the size of your hand, V. <clears throat> All right. Wow. Should you, should you um, put your hand? I, I guess. I mean, it seems to be a rite of passage. V puts her hand um, there. Okay. Using uh, some of uh, Harold's uh, makeup from his disguise kit uh, or paint, you you. Oh paint. right, I need to yeah. And you, it's all good. And you put your hand on the wall of hands. With some red paint, I just sort of uh, do a little hand, little handprint. Well, not little, but. Yeah. Amongst the others that are about your size and 
for a moment, you feel that connection to your ancestors. Whenever you rage, there's always this deep connection as if you're standing side by side next to all of them, if they were really there. And it feels like that again, as you almost feel all of the hands on this wall. Yep. And what are you doing? How are you aiding in this climb, this trek of the mountain? Um, okay. Uh, sorry, I know I said it a little prematurely earlier. <laughs> but um, uh, the only thing is that Voss just used athletics. So <gasps> you'll have to use something else. I don't have any other good skills. Okay, I have intimidation <laughs> and I have perception and persuasion. Perception hasn't been used. You could, because you have that ability, tell a sterling speech yeah. to the group I, as I, we I, climb I, the mountain. I could do that. I just thought we were talking about like more specifically. No, no it's how it. it's however you want to narrate you making it up the mountain. I just love the option. idea of you intimidating the mountain. <laughs> I intimidate this mountain. Make no. the mountain your bitch. <laughs> so it, it looks like uh, perception is a good choice and per 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 persuasion, persuasion is also very good if you want to use your uh, leader ability. As Seisha said, you are leading the group towards your ancestors. Okay, so um, I do want to use my uh, I will I will use the hand wall as a good opportunity to use my um, antler necklace speech of inspiration and um, and so after uh, putting the handprint on the wall you know V turns around to address everybody and um, says thank you all for coming with me on this very personal journey i really couldn't have even gotten this far to this wall that i didn't know existed until today without you guys and i truly don't know how to express how much it means to me that you all chose to come on this journey with me and and do this with me. I and I know, you know, maybe we're all out here for various reasons, but I, I'm so honored to say that you all, for the most part, seem to be here to help me. And sometimes it makes me feel really, really selfish. Sometimes it makes me feel like I'm, I, I, I don't know, being self-centered or something. But I mean, this is really, really important to me. And I, you know, realize now that I need to erase those negative feelings about this because I know that if this journey was for any one of you, I would be there as well. And I believe that getting up the rest of this mountain because we have each other will be so easy. <laughs> I feel like we have every resource that we need and no matter what we come across the top, I know that we will come out 
on top and okay because we have literally killed dragons and faced situations in which we really really should not have lived <laughs> Several and um sometimes we didn't but then still did and um I thank you for your support and your loyalty and just your overall willingness and drive. You're here. It's my honor to be here to help you. Likewise. Wouldn't be anywhere else. Nowhere in the whole wide world. I could think of a few places, but this seems a little more important. Uh, when Venley says I can think of a few places, Stacia just kind of elbows her. <laughs> uh, but as as these words radiate through you, you all get what's your charisma modifier be? My charisma modifier seventy three is uh, uh, uh oh my gosh where is it. Oh, Christmas is 13, so plus, so plus one. one. So everybody gets 10 temporary hit points. Ooh! Yes. And go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. Okay. Advantage? Does the necklace give me any sort of advantage? You, no, but everybody around you and Orkira, there's, there's so much in there that you can have advantage on the roll. Okay, cool. I'm going to need that. <laughs> One and then I rolled a 19, 24. <laughs> okay. So uh you had five successes and one failure. So everyone makes it up unexhausted. But everyone was overtaken by a landslide or an avalanche or falling icicles at some point. Um and takes now, are we still hurt from our previous battle? But it's it's been a few oh, days. So oh, days. yeah, he's long. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, long resting. Okay, cool. Yeah. Just making sure. So I, I want to be long rested before yeah, you'll you take beat my 20, ass. Twenty points of damage, um, as you as you just you know make it up on you know with that just you know You're at not, some uh, point. Yeah, take out. twenty points of damage. Everybody. Okay. Yep. Um, as we're as we're leaving the cave. Uh, that we stopped in, say she's gonna kind of hold back and just kind of pull on Voss's shirt. Mm -hmm. And when everybody else walks out, this is V's story. She wants her father to live. He lives and he suffers for losing everything. Do you remember briefly back to- This isn't a discussion, Voss. I agree. It's not. If you try to kill him, I'm going to get between you. You do what you have to do, and so will I. We don't hear this, right? No. Okay. You make it really hard to love you sometimes, Voss. You'll thank me for my evil when it keeps us all alive. I don't want to survive by evil. Seisha, you already have. 
See you at the top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. And she goes back with the group. Okay. Then everybody makes it with, you know. Get there. The days have been long, cold, and treacherous. You know, if it weren't for Vinley's tiny hut, your winter clothes, and Seisha's bag of bounty, as well as everybody's group uh, efforts, everyone but V would be on the verge of death from exhaustion. It is about lunchtime when you finally see the first location on your Aarakocra map. Dug into the spires at the top of the mountain, you see multiple holes from carved out and embellished natural caves. Massive scars can be seen raked across the side of the cliff, like claw marks, reminding you of the dragon the Bone Eater clan said they faced many years ago. You notice there are no stairs, no bridges, no built perches, and the only way up is through climbing sheer cliffs or by flying. However, the wind here is violent and cuts through you like a knife as it tries to rip your clothes and items from your body. And either way you choose is going to be a hard challenge. But you know, you would get an extremely good vantage point. I'm going to try flying. Well, if if you want, I can come with you and I can cast Warding Wind. And um, wind will surround us, so hopefully we'll be less affected by natural wind. You'll just have to carry me. Okay. Actually, I, got, I got an idea as well. Kira does that because okay. she's a little more perceptive than I am. Okay. Uh, whoever's going up there, I can give you protection from energy and you know maybe that'll help with the cold it is freezing up here right oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah like i said if it weren't for all of the things that you have you would have died from exhaustion is Kara, this what you want to try flying up yeah i mean real, real quick question are we trying to get up there simply just to get a really good vantage point or are we all trying to get there uh, uh, your choice. I'm letting okay. you know the the most logical, easiest conclusion is that it would at least give you a good advantage. Um, but uh, if you want to do any more, that's up to you. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I definitely want to go up there and try to get a really good look around, look at the map, try to see if we can see where we need to go next or if there's anything around here that we want to <laughs> do. Do we all want to go? Or do just a couple of us want to try and then come back down? Why don't you go up and see what it looks like? And if it seems like it would be a better path for us, then we'll go up as we I can. I go. That's actually a good point. Yeah. Actually, that's a really good point. V can climb it. I will walk over to V. Well, yeah. do we'll we do. Do we want to do both? Because I don't want anyone to go up alone. Right. But if we can do both, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll watch your back. You watch mine. Yeah, that uh, works for me. 
Akira, did you want to carry me so I could surround us in protective wind? Good idea. So that you're a little less affected by everything happening as her hair is like slapping her in the face. Yeah, and also that means if if something happens, uh, you've got Featherfall, so. Right, won't... and I'm right there with you. I will give V our patented fist bump and uh, I will that will give her some bardic inspiration. Being in person right now, I, know. I will. <laughs> I will uh, enhance ability on myself for. Uh, uh, I always forget which one this is. Oh, it's this is the owl's wind wisdom for perception checks. So, she'll hold out her arms to to Vinley and go. Oh, oh. <laughs> That scares me every time, and I've seen you cast the spell so many times. As she just kind of like wraps herself around you and like locks her legs. <laughs> yep, hold on tight. Um, yeah. So V, I'll I'll follow you up, and if either of us get in trouble, we'll we'll do what we can. Okay. Uh, who who took the second climber's kit? Uh, I I would have, because God knows I need the help. Okay. Okay. No problem. Got it. Uh, so V, you're climbing. Go ahead and make me an athletics check. And Orkira, you're flying. Go ahead and make an athletics check. A uh, seventeen. Oh no. Uh, you will a uh, seventeen. Yeah. Are you casting warding wind? Vin? I am. You will have advantage on this roll. Thank you. I was kind of hoping. Before I roll this, may, may I make a plea? Orkira is not a strong flyer. She is a an acrobatic flyer. She is the uh, she learned how to fly in this weird body of hers from a half orc riding an ostrich, and so she is ungainly and not at all the normal type. But what she's had to learn is how to uh, swoop and fly in a way that works for her. And so she she doesn't muscle. She is dexterous okay uh because you have the warning wind you will you can roll acrobatics instead of athletics thank you (laughs) thank you because i can change it to whatever direction you swoop oh we're going this way (gasps) so thankfully that's a natural 20 for 26 nice all right there's Um, a lot of thank you venley Thank you. Whoop, whoop, thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, hold on. Nope. This this one's gonna be a little weird. Ah. And you see, deafened. <laughs> you're watching uh, V just slowly climb up, having to take pauses at points as the wind is like rocking her uh, up against um, the, the stone. Uh, you will, and the wind slams you against this rock a couple of times, V, and the sting of the cold from slamming and scraping against these rocks. Across your skin, uh, you take uh, 10 damage. Okay. Uh, just bludgeoning. Okay. And um, the rest of you watch as Orkira and Vinley basically tumble and spin and like corkscrew up this spire. And it looks wild because <laughs> it does not look like choreographed performance but they are constantly move, moving their way up gracefully, but also tumbling. Is this um, how dragons normally fly? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she's not a dragon. She's a dragonborn. Is this how dragonborn normally fly? 
I don't think they do. And I mean, at, sorry, for you ahead. three, yep. As you enter the small cave, you look out and see the most beautiful veranda view of the Sword Coast stretching for miles. From one of the homes, you can see across the entirety of the high forest and past into the meadow valleys of the green rolling hills to the west and to the myriad of mountains that surround the forest to the east. Takes you back for a second as you just enjoy the view. I'll walk up to V and give her a pat on the back and while I'm healing her say, this is gorgeous. Thank you for bringing us here. This is amazing. Thanks for coming. I can't believe I've never been here. And the three of you look out and the other three are still below. Yep, and you see them all kind of like go into these little cubby holes dug into this mountainside. And when you enter these caves, you see it as a disheveled mess of a nest with furniture and decor all made from the weaving of thin branches gathered from the trees lower in the mountains. Scratched into the stone is an unknown language that looks to be a blend of primordial and dwarvish in the style, but with a few markings here and there, in the absence of any leftover, um, there's no markings of books, scrolls, discarded parchments. It makes you realize that this race of humanoid birds seems to not write much down. Instead, passes information through word of mouth. However, you do see some cave paintings and etchings, but more in the Oran style, similar to the limited script left behind. If anybody wants to make perception checks and stuff like that, you can. I will do perception checks. I'll assist her with a perception check because she is way she more. Advantage. She oh, that's a very fair point. Can I do like a survival check to kind of, while she's looking for the destination, once she finds it, I want to try and map out the best way to get there on the ground. Oh, yeah, totally. You can do that. And if V, if you want to help um, Vinley, you can. Okay. Um, I got a 28. Okay. <laughs> I got a 23. Nice. <laughs> nice. Thank you for your help, V. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, Orkira, you don't see anything of note within the cave homes. However, the higher vantage point does let you see the next mark on your scratch-made map. You see four pathways carved through the mountain that the Aarakocra called the Four Claws. On the map, you see that they are indicated to take the third path from the north. But that path looks very hazardous. Hazardous in what way? Uh, Vinley, as um, Orkira kind of points this out, you and V are looking at it, and you see that you notice that the cliff sides of the sheared mountainside have prominent, unstable shale vault lines. The threat of rock slides and rock falls surround that area in every direction. You see... You the hazard is that we have to use our legs instead of wings. <laughs> Continue, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, um, but you see the direct, most direct path uh, that leads to the four claws. And it does not look very, does not look very treacherous until you get to this area. And it's basically these four um, crevasses that, re that 
cut through these four walls of shale rock and you that's basically what you have to walk through in order to get to the next part and i don't see the long bridge from here nope nope okay uh, and the reason why is because there are mountain more of the mountain that's blocking your view. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the dangerous path seems to be um, the one we most know about, and I'd rather stick with the devil I know. That was poor wording. Yeah, yeah, but I I get the metaphor. Um, okay. Anything else? You think we can find up here? And you said there's like nothing in this cave, correct? No, but you have to go through here to get to that destination. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> yes. We um, should uh, head back down. I'm going to stay up here because I'm already up here. If I go back down, I may not come back up. So. Yeah, maybe um, we attach a rope up here and I can bring it on down and help the other three up oh sorry out of play i think i got confused on to where this cave is <laughs> you, you may, this is the path that you have to go to get to the next destination yeah sorry the other in, three have to in, climb in my mind the cave was below us and we were just looking over okay <laughs> nope. sorry i okay erase okay. what i said about okay. going back down <laughs> um yeah um do we have rope long enough to do that i got 50 feet Okay, that seems like enough. I don't do math well, but I assume it's similar height. Uh, it's enough. Oh, yeah, do you, you use yards on this plane of existence? I'm sorry. It's, it's you know, I don't know this plane of yard. existence uh, measurement. Is it metric or is it? Oh and uh, with that, it's, you... it's 12 chevrons. Does that help? You... you know what? I know exactly what a chevron is. So yes. <laughs> you lower the rope down. Um, the, the, rest of you, the rest of you can climb up with advantage. So go ahead and make me act, uh, athletics checks. Okay. Well, <laughs> is there a way I can like try to help them up? Like maybe if they hold onto the rope, I can help pull the rope up. Uh, the the rope is already giving them advantage. Oh. Yeah, I and think it's we've not got as good as it's gonna get. Yeah, uh, you, no, you can get them up faster, but again, it's the winds that is the problem, and that's mm. still gonna. And it's it's an athletics check, correct? Athletics, that is correct. And you have Ooh. advantage. I, I've, I, everybody knows how athletic I am. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> okay, uh, boss. Sixteen. And Stacia. Seven. Oh, really? All that of was you. the higher of the two. Oh. Seven. Seven. I mean, you're making my eleven look. What nice. are you doing? Why are you rolling anything? I don't know. They keep making. I imagine we've fallen. And I imagine uh, we cast feather fall. No, you don't fall. Uh, it's okay. Just, as you're climbing, same thing that you saw happen to V happens to you, mm. and you are slammed up against the yeah, rocks. It's just, mm. it's it hurts because I mean you're literally like this Buffeted. climbing, yeah. uh, and uh, you take uh, uh, twelve points. Yeah, I'll take twelve points of bludgeoning damage as you. Can I uncanny dodge this by anticipating it? Uh, sure. Um, yeah, you bounce off the the side of the the rock. I'll let you Sweet, thank you. Or roll I appreciate against that. The, the side. Damn it, I should have used my blessing of luck. Should have. <laughs> Told you you'd have another means of I have it. Uh-huh. One of these days. 
Like, I've used uh, it once. Yeah, like I know. Spirit what? shield. Eventually, um, we'll get spirit get shielded. Blessing. When, right? when you get to the top, I've uh, I've got a little tiny fire going, as though anticipating what's going to happen. And I I look around and see everybody's a little beat up, and so uh, I'll just grab bits of the fire and throw them up into the air. And they all land on top of your heads, and I'm going to mass healing word real quick, so everybody gets nine health back. Just just a little to help out with the climb. How much was that? I'm so sorry. Right out of nine. Nine. There we go. Oh, I'm almost back to full again. <laughs> um, but you all find yourselves in the four channel pathways as you lead de- head down, making your way through this uh, cave from the Aarakocra former home. As you enter these four pathways as steep sheer cliff faces close in from either side as you continue on walking through the third crevasse from the north on the mountainside it's another 20 minutes or so as it begins to wind around one of the peaks of the mountain um and you are all carefully passing through the treacherous terrain and you hear there's this shift the rock as you hear the echoing thunder from underneath you causing basically an earthquake as you can feel the mountain trembling and bouncing off the rocky embankments um vinley give me a perception check with advantage all right because you were the one to do the survival check so you know the path to, to take uh, 24 all right You hear the echoing sounds of rocks crashing down, looking up just in time to see a large cluster of rolling boulders headed your way from directly above. Through the rocks plummeting down, you notice the blue and gold tuning. That's this. Yeah, Uh, ignore that. Sorry. Old notes. Um, But you see uh, the rocks plumbing down towards you as that is a success but we're also going to need everybody to make an acrobatics check certainly can i just go ahead and fail it <laughs> oh no wait did you, you see acrobatics or athletics oh. acrobatics <laughs> and we all have a plus three right sure? that's not oh, a saving that's throw a saving throw sweetie oh it's a saving throw yeah well, never mind. Don't get no, no, no. You don't get the plus three. You only get the plus three on the saving throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to use my luck because oh, I rolled a natural one. Not a saving throw one. is what you're saying. Yeah. Now is the time. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to use. I can use uh my the inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I got another. What oh my you God. get two ones in a row. You're all, hold two up. You rolled a dex save. Uh, that's okay. It's the same thing. One plus six. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's semantics, semantics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The number's the same. Two yeah. ones. They know what they want. Mm. Uh, Ethan, it's a D8? Correct. Okay. In that case, I rolled a 14. Okay. Um, so that's uh, Harold and V. Or Kira, what did you get? 13. Okay. All right. Seisha. It's because I'm walking. That's why. 13, because I'm Seisha. Okay, Vinley. Fifteen. Okay, and Voss. Twenty-one. All right, 
Now I need everybody to make athletics checks. Oh my god, you're gotcha. killing Boss me. just watches everybody get crushed. And now I don't have a choice, yeah. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Can't make this shit up. Mm. This time I rolled an 11. Two ones. <laughs> I also rolled an 11. <laughs> Two ones. <laughs> uh, 13. 13? No, I, okay. I just rolled an 11. Okay. 12. 12? Okay. Vinley? <laughs> Three. Three? All right. Shit. V? 17. Okay. And Voss? 19. Okay. Uh, Watch every, watch out, everyone! Rocks. I mean, I'm the one who can take this the least out of all of us. So, So, lots of healing after this. uh, All right, Uh, Harold, Orkira, and Vinley, you're going to take seven points of bludgeoning damage as some of the rocks just, you know, clip into you as you get out of the way. Uh, Everybody else moves unscathed. Woohoo! Look at the shit kicked out of me here. Yeah. (laughs) And as you come around this mountain, you come to a cliff base and stretching um, stretching across, you see basically a flat and then on the other side, it looks like it leads down into a valley surrounded by all of the peaks as you're looking at close to the center of these mountains. And What is separating you from that place is a deep, deep scar in the mountains, a crevasse that is likely close to a thousand feet across. And as you look down, at least 200 feet down, but there is a primitive suspension bridge stretched across both. Through your keen eyes, you can see that, unlike the picture we just sent, it is not kept well, as it has not seen service in probably 20 years. That's disgusting. Nope, nope. (laughs) The other thing you notice is that it is waving back and forth, swaying back and forth in the winds that you can hear and feel as it cuts across you. Yep, and I will say, you can fly, but it's gonna be difficult. And if you fail and are not able to maintain your trajectory, there is a chance that you are gonna get blown somewhere else. Okay. That's the story of my life, but yeah. Just, the winds are that harsh here. Is oh, I have an idea! I have an idea. What? Mm. I want to use knowledge of the ages for engineering to rig the bridge to be more sturdy. I will tell you right now. Advantage. Yep, and I'm going to tell you right now with that knowledge engineering that this bridge is not sturdy, and there is nothing that you can do with what you have on your person to make it sturdy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what you get automatically. Is that yes, it is unstable. Uh, the time it would take to repair it. Your um, eyes did not lie to you. Is um, <laughs> is going to be uh, uh, a lot, and you also do not have the wood and the amount of rope you would need to do this repair work. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you think this bridge would even hold my weight? 
it's yes i mean you definitely say there it, yeah yeah there are places so you you know with your knowledge engineering i'll give you that which where to step and the path to take to potentially make it across this bridge and you you know that it is strong enough to uh supposedly hold the weight it's supposed to hold the weight of a tribe of goliaths goliaths it should hold your weight um i i mean it was a goliath crossing at one time so yeah it's it's been around for a really long time um i i have a let me go first i have an idea before you you go um the winds are strong yes crossing the bridge is dangerous because we may fall off i could cast fly on a few of us and instead of just doing the obvious thing and trying to fly across willy-nilly, we could try to pull ourselves with the ropes of the bridge while flying. It's a good idea. A way of anchoring ourselves to the bridge oh, without oh, the risk of really smart. tumbling off. Like that mm-hmm. one hallway where it like, do you remember forever ago? And there was like fire and then there was like- Oh, where I oh, the lightning? The levitation thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure- How many I people do. can you cast fly on? A uh, maximum of three. So someone will be having to cross the bridge normally. I'll cross the bridge normally. Yeah. I'll try, say, and if I fall, I'll pop wings. I'd say one of the flies obviously needs to be on you, Venley, because if you fall... <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Venley, Harold, and V get flies. Okay. And that'll take most of the weight off of the bridge and make right. it presumably a little bit easier for you and boss and possibly or Kira if you don't wish to fly in these conditions i know flapping and trying to hold on to something is very difficult yeah i i like the idea of anchoring to the bridge in case things go wrong for any of us whether we're flying or going across might mm-hmm. take a little longer uh but i think it's a safer bet as do i As you get closer to the bridge, you see that as some of the fog dissipates from below, it's only 200 feet down. Still a long way down. But what's dangerous is that this crevasse cuts through two peaks or the... Oh, yeah. Um, And something that's strange is you're looking past this area, something else that you see is the skeletal remains of a massive storm giant dead and laid out on one of the peaks far away. And... Wow. Oh, wow. Hi. Perspective. Wow. I have it. <laughs> um, well, we don't yes. know how we got there. <laughs> but we know how we ended up there. You see that? You see that sword? Oof. That was wielded by another storm giant. <laughs> or a giant Maybe. giant. Maybe, I don't know. I've seen V. Whoever it was was too enthusiastic because they couldn't get it back out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, are we ready? V, yeah. Everyone sees Finley's mind going into overdrive time, trying no, to consider no. how to put that in something to take it with her. And she's like, no. <laughs> what? 
No, I see what you're thinking. I can see it. I mean, I just thought it would be a good idea to it. have our own. Like, I want to go across. Let's go. <laughs> uh, real, real, real quick. And just before everybody goes, I'm going to cast Bless at fourth level to get us all. Okay. Uh, if you want to so downcast it, I can also cast it to get the rest of the people. Uh, no, because then, level. because I'm not concentrating on anything. And that way I can just, I okay. can get us all. Uh, and if you need to do something else, you, we won't lose half the bless. So, okay. so this is a D four for it's attack rolls and saving throws. So, in case any of us need to make a save, cool, cool. Okay. Uh, Vinley, who all has fly? Uh, myself, Harold, and V. Okay. All right. All right. I am going to cast heroism on myself so that I am don't get frightened while doing this. That's that's fair. How far is it across? A About feet. a thousand feet. Ah, okay. He uh, looks across and looks down and goes, um, "You know, I I I didn't expect to feel this way, but um, we've done a lot of scary stuff as a group and." Um, me right now this is the scariest uh, all right um you all using incredible brain power as you all except for two of you i will say Sasha, you're going without wings first right correct because you only have a minute if i fall wings. i'll pop wings but yep. i'm gonna try to walk it okay uh, go ahead and the two who are not walking, uh, who are not fl flying, give me acrobatics checks, please. Oh, it had to be acrobatics, huh? It does. It is light. What'd you stuff. expect? It couldn't be athletics. I mean, no. sure. Go ahead and make me athletics. <laughs> Stomp across that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> first step. Make a deck I'm save. Just, I'm just thinking like iron grip on the ropes. Uh-huh. Yep. You, no, it's uh, as you grip onto these ropes, you feel that they are slit <gasps> with ice. <gasps> oh, no. There's ice on it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and well, snow you know on the board. not on it anymore? You still have your luck? Yes, I'm using hey. my bountiful. I'm okay. using my hey. blessing of hey. luck. Hey, I was, I was waiting. I was waiting to see if you would remember it. I, was I never put it on a post-it. I was like, I gotta do something yeah. here. <laughs> I've got it on a post-it. Harold, still didn't think of it. Harold looks back. I was so and was shocked like, by rolling a zero just for the audience. Lucky. I rolled a zero. You should just get lucky. Yeah. Harold just like learn from Petunia. <laughs> All right, let's try that again. Whew. Okay, okay. 14. All right. Mm -hmm. And what'd you get, boss? 24. I will say that you make it most of the way, Seisha, with your knowledge of engineering, knowing where to step, which boards are going to be more secure, and the way that the ropes are tied. However, there are times that the boards betray you as you go to step soundly and you're stepping on ice and it slips your foot into a non-advantageous location and you all feel the shift. 
not only from the wind, but also in Seisha's steps. You can do this. Can and do I need you to make a deck save, Seisha. Damn it. With a d4. You are blessed. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. 14 plus. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Two, so 16. 16. All right. Uh, and you slip, but you catch yourself and you, you're holding. Luckily, you have no fear right now because you're under the effects of heroism as you pull yourself back up and slowly keep moving. And because you guys did all this amazing stuff, yep. there's a point about three-fourths of the way that you see that you could not see since it was so far away and there are, even with your keen perception, you saw most of it, but did not see where a lot of the rope had become to fray and unravel as it is barely hanging on. But since so many of you are yep. lifting your weight with the fly spell and the wind at some point does kick in so hard, but the bridge does snap. But it is when you're far enough away to step safely onto that other side as you feel the crunch of snow beneath <laughs> your feet as the bridge falls and dangles across the edge. And what you look down at is this valley that falls into the center of the mountains. And you look around and you can see that every peak all seven of them, of them named for the Goliath gods, lord over this area. And you can see old huts made of bone and leathers and antlers covered in snow and ice laid out below you. And you can see a very prestigious area. You can see banners of terracotta red and brown with etched symbols of a mountain with waving lines over its top. The symbol of the Vedarox. And that is where we're going to end tonight's session. Oh, oh my God. we made it! Woo! I want like, oh, to show everyone. Yeah, so I... Uh, this, this is the moment uh, that I hate, but <sighs> Devin and I, we, we had a map for if you did not think about crossing, turn on the other one, and I'll show you the map that, that, that oh. no, 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 it's, it's wait, you got to turn it on. Wait, there's an alternative to not crossing the bridge? There was the bridge falling and you all having to climb up as oh. Finley Feather falls you. <gasps> oh my oh, gosh, are you kidding me with what? this? That's gorgeous. <sighs> So, uh, yeah, and you, you, can to see, fall. you can see three creatures yeah. that you may have had to engage with, but uh, sometimes you make stuff. Yep, sometimes <laughs> you make stuff and uh, it doesn't get used, but. Uh, that is amazing. That is absolutely gorgeous. And I'm glad that we're seeing it now and not sooner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you all so much for uh, bearing with us. We'll get pictures of that map uh, up on our Discord uh, as well as social media, uh, but it comes with the territory and you guys did amazing. And that just 
goes Dang, to show you that look, player yeah. agency uh, has its hand in everything. You, you guys burnt a lot to make that happen. So, hey, awesome. Um, yep. Also, if you have not entered hashtag Eldritch or hashtag Beyond, please do so now for your chance to win an Eldritch Founder in a miniature or a D&D Beyond. Leg- uh, no, players bundle. Players bundle. Players no. bundle. Players. Yep, we are a couple uh, thousand away, or uh, uh, not even a couple. We're, we're less than a thousand away from uh, the, uh, the Legendary bundles. Yeah, and only... Uh, less than a hundred away from that spicy advantage one shot. Yeah, yeah. Evan really friend. wants to do that one shot, y'all. He wants yes. to watch I mean, us I suffer. Do it. I mean, I kind of want to do it too. <laughs> Why? Because I haven't had some good spicy wings in a while, and I guess <laughs> I guess I just gotta be. That Wait, are we doing it with wings? Oh, I don't know. I just spicy we wings. It hasn't been unlocked yet, so we don't know. <laughs> I will but, say yeah. I missed the last spicy thing. If we make it to this yeah. one, I will be at this one. You have awesome. to. Great. It's the and, rules. And, yeah. And uh, when when it gets unlocked, I'll tell you all the rules about how it works. But um, winners of our giveaways, uh, the D and D Beyond Players Bundle is Deckard Kane Cinder. Ooh. Hey. Good night. And the uh, winner of the Eldritch Foundry miniature is Freaky Speeder. Wow. So Congrats. We'll be in touch this week uh, as we gear up for Simple to the point. <laughs> next season's Flash Villain, Freaky Speeder. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, just so everybody knows, uh, we know that this is uh, the American uh, Thanksgiving uh, week. We will be streaming next Sunday. So we'll be live as always next Sunday uh, as we only have two more sessions this year. <laughs> So, woo, things are coming. Things are, woo. Uh, so, uh, with that, be excellent to each other. May you always roll at advantage. Good night, everybody. Oh, um, you're still here. Well, since you liked it so much, feel free to watch us live at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or feel free to continue listening to the podcast every Sunday on a one-week delay. Rock.